the beast from Bulgaria. Miro is the best man. That has a good ring to it, doesn't it? Okay. Ten years in the same house, under the same glass ceiling, with an imaginary brass ring. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. That's right, my name is Miro, and Elite recognizes Elite. You know, tag team today. You know what I'm saying? Two-man power trip. Hey, I like it. It's all good. You know, the homie Corey's having some technical difficulties, but, you know, me and Will going to hold the fort down. What's goody, bro? Uh, hey, uh, I thought I had something clever to say. <laughs> I'm about to say, well, you, you know, it's all good and everything. And shout out to bro because, you know, like this is love and dedication and determination or whatever because his Lakers are literally about to tip off. Yeah, he's still doing this podcast with me. You know what I'm saying? It's because I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm not either. I think y'all niggas got I, them. I, I, I'm going to keep it a book. I think I've literally watched like – I be watching the playoffs every night, but I never watch us play. I probably watched like three Lakers games the whole playoffs. I really watch us play. It depends on where I'm at whenever y'all like tip off, honestly. Four four games to be exact. I watched the last two games of the Portland series. And then I watched game two and three of the Houston series. That's it. All right, but I watch all the other games, which is weird. I just don't be watching us play. I don't know why. When we get to the conference finals, I'll probably start watching though. I love the last game, whatever, because I know how much slander you've had for Rondo and that nigga was going crazy. That's facts. That's facts. Hey, like, well, hey, well, he, he was doing the right things. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say going crazy. He was doing the right things. He so wasn't trying to do too much. Rondo, one of niggas, he really do be like he might only have fifteen points, but he'll still be going crazy. That's just like how he played. Right, like, he's playing know, he little things. Niggas. He just do the little things. Yeah, and getting so people. I, I give him that. Rondo, Rondo really controls the game. Something when he's in his bag, he really can control the game. Facts. He's still trash though. Nah. <laughs> Uh, remember like always guys to rate like comment subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend links and everything in the description and bio below make sure to go down there or whatever check out all these podcasts follow myself and homies q zach and carson on um twitch playing all types of different stuff between rpgs 2k you know golf uh, apex legends call of duty you know all the stuff y'all want to see 
Um, check out that new on the September playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. Got that out for y'all or whatever. Um, not too many of the Big Sean album because you know I don't. I'm not trying to have Will like in the call right now. I mean, to each his own. You know, you know what you're doing. <laughs> have I have I finished the album though? No, I haven't. But That's I've listened. To, I got like midway through and was, and I don't know why I stopped. I didn't stop on purpose. I think I I started doing something else. I don't know how how far your audience range in, in the demos, but you know why be drop tonight? That's young boy for you uneducated folks. Oh, that's that's gonna be fire. <laughs> I t- I told you I don't know much. I don't well not angles angles. I don't know much, but the little bit I have listened about to him, it's that ignorance that I need. He give you a little bit of it, for sure. I, I love it, man. Oh, so 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 man, it's been it's been a wild week. In wrestling, like always, which I feel like that's a lot of weeks, you know. Some are boring, and other ones, you know. Hey, more so the shenanigans than the actual wrestling. But yeah, I, I yeah. think it's had a good blend of both. Yeah, right. So before we before we get into you know what we linked up together for, uh, since last time we joined on this, um, we're gonna get into SmackDown. Did you watch a second of this? It's too early for this, man. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I caught a little bit here and there. Pretty much. I'm, I'm going to go through the, the shit with SmackDown. And, and like, I'm telling you, like, the best part, guys, is like when Will hasn't watched and we get his live reactions. So we started off with um our new Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, and his not advocate, but um I forgot what he called himself. Paul Heyman, right? Mm-hmm. And Heyman told the crowd, "Do not think this is me. This guy got me. He he sought me out. You know. So I guess they're trying to make it seem like, nah, it wasn't. You know, Heyman is like, oh, you know, I'm gonna turn you to the dark side. Like Roman was already there. He's like, you know, you guys pretty much just like the same way Brock left him out here to rot. You fans did the same with Roman, and now they've oh, joined yeah. together." Like that. I'm confused though. Like, I don't I'm not gonna be overcritical, but what like you know, Roman actually talks and stuff. Like, what does Paul Heyman actually contribute for Roman Reigns? Yeah, but I think it's midway, like Roman took the mic and literally said the catchphrase that was on his shirt. Which I think this week like remember last week it was like wreck everything and leave. Right. I think this one was like um God, it wasn't wreck everyone and leave. It was something just simple, just like um just win or something. It, it was something just real. Like, it, it was something like just heelish, but just straight to the point. He said that. He talked about how, like, you know, this is who he is. And yeah, it was a good promo, though. And then when I, they were walking I'm to the back, yeah. And then when they were walking to the back, uh, Jay Uso was kind of like, yo, what's up, man? You know, I've been trying to get in touch with you and everything. You ain't been reaching back. He's like, I've been busy. So that was what's been going on. Um, next, we had a, a tag team match between Miz and Morrison and Heavy Machinery. Because we have to, Heavy Machinery still a thing. Where they been at? Uh, we haven't seen any of them ever since I think a little bit before. Um, everything going on with like Otis and him being there for Mandy Rose in their last date or some shit. Oh, we have to remind you we have a money in the bank. 
I honestly forgot he had that shit. <sighs> well, it's it's actually a part of this story, but before that, who you think won this match? Um, Heavy Machinery. They did, yes. Mr. Morrison a fucking loser. It's like, it's like, yeah. So after the match, um, Morris, John Morrison stole the money in the bank briefcase. <sighs> yeah. He's yeah. going to have a match with Otis and he's going to lose to Otis. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be reminded, you know? Yeah. At least to something. I ain't gonna lie though. He need to lose that briefcase to somebody. Like they get a little, you know. At least they have a year to get it off of him. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no way they can go through with that. I don't even want to see him try to cash the shit in. Honestly, it better not be against Roman. I know that shit. I ain't gonna lie though. They actually could do that. Just have that nigga cash in and get speared. Fuck it. I ain't gonna lie. The only reason I would want to see that is I feel like Paul Heyman's face. <laughs> Right, <laughs> this man, this man face would be like, "What's up?" Okay, he, you know, he he has, he, you can hear him yelling like, "This is not happening!" Like you could just like him, I can hear it right now. But they, but I don't even want that to happen. Honestly, like somebody needs to take that briefcase. We need a Mister Kennedy type incident to happen. Yeah. So after that, we go to the back and um. All the a couple of the faces are around and everything because we're getting the return of Xavier Woods. You know, which I mean, I didn't know he was back already, but we um we find out that Xavier Woods is going to be. I mean, if I'm wrong, I am sorry about this, but I think he's hosting Talking Smack now. Yeah, I see something about that. I'm mad that Corey isn't here for this reason, too, because I feel like he would try and be optimistic. And I know you you tend to go the opposite way. Are you excited and are you going to watch Talking Smack now? No and no. They're like they're already told they're just going to water it down. I don't see it being that as good as it was before. But I could be wrong. But I, this is just my opinion. I don't think it'll be the same. I mean, I'll agree with you there. And I wasn't around for the first go around. But, like, I see, like, I, I know that classic, you know, Daniel Bryan uh, Miz joint, right? Right. I or feel like all, if they're like. they call AJ Alpha saying the, the earth was flat. All, <laughs> <laughs> right. If they, if they do it right, they can make it like, you know, it's like, like pretty much use it to continue storylines. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do, but it's going to go into a WWE thing where it becomes lame. But we'll see. They might let it be pure. Before, it was just more pure. When things are pure, it always works. But whenever they force shit and get their hands on it, it always goes the opposite direction. NXT. <laughs> You've been going on for some weeks now. Like, yo, man, NXT, what, man? It's going to be, yo, Vince taking this shit over, too? <laughs> I, I'm really convinced that he like he's got his hands in NXT because shit, shit's changing. I don't know. Oh, bro, wait till I tell you about some, like, a match in the middle of that. You're gonna be like, oh, yeah, Vince got this shit. That's my conspiracy theory. (laughs) So, from there, um, there was a guard or something like that that was like, yo, you know, Xavier's here at Big E, so Big E went to go get his homie. And then out of nowhere, he gets attacked by Sheamus? Who threw that nigga on, um, like, a a car hood? Did he have the suspenders on? He, He did, actually. So he so he really just walks around with this shit on now. Look, the suspenders, the 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 I'm not I'm trying not to say that term anymore, but the tank top <laughs> and, and that hat. <laughs> you know the term I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get all the toxic shit out. You out of pocket. I ain't never referred to him as that. That's funny. Oh, bro, we, bro, my whole family did or does. The beaters. Yeah, the beaters, right? 
so yeah, pretty much they they got him out and everything, and he's he got taken to a um you know they don't say take it to the hospital. He got taken to a, a uh, yeah a, a medical facility and everything. Hey, bro, so, well, so, I, 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 I never even questioned it after all these years. When I finally seen an article of why they say that, that shit bro, right? I, I saw a video about that the other day when they was like, yeah, they don't say hospital because niggas are straight to the can't. hospital. They literally can't. That's funny. That's hilarious. But I never even thought they always say a medical facility. That's funny as hell. They they they, they, they being capped out. That's they funny. they got to because a wrestler showed up or whatever and attacked the chairman in there with a frying pan. That's true. Stone Cold, but it, I did it for top Stone five. Cold. Top five moment, bro. Nigga, that's top one. <laughs> That'll always be my favorite moment of the few when hit that nigga with the bedpan. Wait, that's better than hit. That's better than um showering them niggas with beer. The bedpan always gonna be my favorite moment, bro. <laughs> Because right before we had Mr. Sokka and all that shit, like, <laughs> nah, yo, that, it, that, it, it was going it, crazy. Honestly, it was just a whole beat down, like, when the nigga, because the nigga had, like, a foot rapper, he was just like, how about your foot? He just kept punching the nigga foot. Look, <laughs> 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 like, yo, and, and Vince is, ah, ah, right, that shit was ah, gold. Like, he was being so extra. Hey, but you know what's crazy, though? What's most up? of that shit happened all in, like, the span of a month. Like, all most of the shit he did to Vince. This was, like, right when he lost the belt, and he was just on that nigga ass, like, this for a month straight. This was 98. Okay. This one, he lost the belt. Well, technically the second time, he lost it to Kane for one day. But this right. one, he lost it for real and didn't get it back into a mania. Like, he was just on Vince's ass. Like, most of that quality <laughs> stuff of that feud happened, like, consecutive weeks straight. Imagine being a lot, like, watching that shit in real time. Like, week after week, this nigga Stone Cold just doing something out of pocket. So we got the beer. We got the we got the gun with the bang, Austin 316. Right. The, well, the beer shit was, like, the next year. But we okay. got the bang. The, that shit. This is when the Undertaker <laughs> broke the nigga leg. All this wild shit would happen to like week after week. That yeah. Oh man. This nigga threw Paul Barrow down a fucking sewage drain. <laughs> <laughs> what? I am weak. <laughs> that nigga was wild. <laughs> so yeah, um, Big E got attacked and everything, so he's doubtful to, you know, be in the fatal four way for the number one contenders chance. Later he on, was in. who's in? Oh, okay, never mind, there, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you about it later on. So we we kind of go on from there, and then we're going right into Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, our new women's tag team champions, versus the former Bailey and Sasha. You already know what the hell happened here, bro. All right. Um, since oh. we already know what happened, question I just is thought it, about this. Is Shana it too soon? I, I mean, they're going to be on SmackDown for now. Fuck. No, they were on Raw, too. But I'm saying they're going to be on both shows. Yup. There's more Shayna and Nia Jax. I'm damn sure not watching SmackDown. Oh, just, oh, just wait for it. Just wait Wait till I tell you about what happened to them on Raw. Jeez. Yeah. Just wait. But now, um, let's go ahead and talk about um, Bailey turn. I ain't going to say, is it even a turn on Sasha? I mean, she just kind of... She turned, she on, turned a, on Sasha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I ain't going to say a kind of. I mean, I'm saying like she was already healed. I mean, it's not a heel turn, but she turned on Sasha. Yeah. Is it too soon? Was it too soon? Uh, I, I, when I first seen it, I thought that, but not really logically. Like, this is actually I, perfect I'm with timing. Because I'm going to bring up a couple things. Do you know what? Okay, we know Clash of Champions is next, but do you know what's coming up in October? Are they doing a women's pay-per-view? No. What? Well, if, if, it, if it is, it hasn't been announced. Hell in a Cell. Hmm. Is Hell in a Cell the first match? I don't know. I don't know. Not I mean, are we, are we going to run this to Mania? Is what I'm asking. Are we running this to the Rumble? Can't. 
I mean, I would assume Sasha's going to be out for a while or something, at least a month or two, right? And then she'll come back and they might fight through the Rumble or something, but I can't see them fighting through Mania. That's, like, way too long. Hey, man, if they did it right, they can do this, but at the same thing, it's like impossible. you say, yeah, it's, it's, 20, it's 2020 WWE writing, and Vince is literally rewriting stuff, like, hours before Raw is about to, like, you know, man, come they on. Liable, they liable to fight next week on SmackDown. Yikes. Like, who knows with them? I, 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 it makes sense that it was Bailey, but honestly, based off the way the story was going, it would have made more sense if Sasha turned on Bailey. Like, why the hell, ba- why would Bailey turn? Like, think about it logically now. Bailey has been winning because of Sasha all year. Sasha hasn't been winning yeah. shit. So why the hell would Bailey turn on the person who's been helping her win? Wouldn't Sasha be the one mad at Bailey? I think the only thing I'm like, no, I agree with you there completely. I think the only thing I'm gonna say about it or whatever to join on is uh. Like, why? Like, no offense. Do we want to see, like, do we and who wants to see Sasha Banks as a baby face? Yeah, right. I, yeah. Right. Nobody. She's not going to be the boss NXT, like, heel, like, because she's not allowed to, but she got pretty damn close. I'm not mad at her as a baby face, but it's just like, it just, like you said, the, the natural. Is she come, the she come out with purple hair? Story to be the other way around. She got to come out with purple hair then, or is it going to be pink? Who knows? Who knows with her? She might. Who knows? She's tried every color. You remember when she beat Natty or whatever? She revealed blue hair. So, I mean, you know, I was just like, okay, it was blue mean you. I don't know. That shit funny. I just know she beat Natty. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe she'll get the, the title reign she finally deserves. But she's never had a fucking reign. So, if they want her to have a reign as a baby face, I'm all for it. As long as she gets the fucking title reign. True. Um. So next, man, Sami Zayn came out there to cut a promo, and he's mad because people aren't acknowledging him as the Intercontinental Champion. He's I never lost the belt, and you haven't defended it for over thirty days either, nigga. So yeah. <laughs> right, right. But he was just like, like the, the nigga grabbed the mic or whatever, like at ringside and shit, and was like, "You guys shall announce me as Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn." And, of course, Jeff Hardy went out there and was like, yo, you know, I'm the champion now, da-da-da-da-da. And then AJ Styles jumped in and was like, I'm better than both of y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, so then Sammy and AJ just kind of jumped on on Jeff because, you know, heel shit. But, I mean, is it, if this is going to be a triple threat, I'm not mad. I'm not mad, but I, I don't, like, I, I, I love AJ, but he's not needed in this. He doesn't have a belt. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you that same question. I'm like, what what was the point of giving it to Jeff? I mean, guess like I'm gonna say maybe they, they didn't know that, you, but then they, they still throw AJ in anyway. So well, like, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe they didn't know Sammy was gonna come back. I don't know. I Wait. mean, AJ versus Sammy Zayn, like that wouldn't have been the right move. Like Hill versus Hill, that wouldn't have been the right move. So I guess I that's why they put it on Jeff. But it's like they still want to involve AJ in it. I don't know. Yeah, huh? That's we'll see, man. I mean, I'm not gonna be mad at it. It's a weird three. I don't want to see that clash. I I don't want to see that clash of champions though. But I feel like it's gonna be. That's not a SmackDown match. A title unification, basically. They got to do that on pay per view. And what clash of champions is the best way to do a title unification? I just don't need. I just don't need AJ in it. But I mean, hey, whatever. What else they got AJ doing? Yeah, that's it right now. Yeah, so I, I I got some I got some shenanigans and they were on to the final of SmackDown. We can get right off SmackDown. I know how you feel. Um, 
So then we figure out that John Morrison doesn't have the contract or whatever because Otis doesn't keep the contract in the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. He keeps it in his lunchbox, which is also like colored like Money in the Bank. I'm disgusted. Yeah. So why the fuck does he carry the... Okay. Yeah, and Miz said, you know you can't just take that contract. Like, it's Otis's. But I don't know. That 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 that's what like that's just to finish that off from earlier. So so now so now this is a goody two shoot. You can't do that. <laughs> okay. I just wrote that down because I knew you was gonna be like, nigga, what? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> so why, don't, why how about this then? Why don't he just turn his money in the bank into the lunchbox? That would have been funnier. Like, don't just have well, I carry this empty briefcase around and I've been doing it for months for no reason. Well, now we now box. we know where he now we know where he keep his shit at or whatever. So now, I mean, when he catch that bitch in, he better have his lunchbox. I will remember they said this. <laughs> I can't wait either because I know that's gonna be the first shit you say. You gonna text me like, move, I'm what, nigga, I'm ready. Exactly. I'm, when he, when I'm he ready. that shit in, he better bring his lunchbox out because I'm a, They better stand on what they said. Oh, well, watch right. they forget. They go ahead like this. Oh happened. God, you know they gonna forget, bro. <laughs> like as 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 Simon Miller said earlier when I was watching Ups and Downs, uh, where the hacker at? I'm not even. He's on Raw, Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Bro, we ain't seen him on there in a minute either. Shit. I'm not even gonna speak on that. Um. So we got a Firefly Funhouse where he didn't really say much, except for we're gonna get a special guest next week. Ooh. And then while that was happening in the background, we pan over to um Alexa Bliss, who her hair is being consumed with more braids. All of a sudden. Not and you Nikki, know I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> yeah, and Nikki Cross is like worried about her, and apparently Rambling Rabbit, Rabbit was in the background. I'm worried about her too. Only thing I'm gonna say about Alexa Bliss because I told I told you like I don't know if you was I'm, I'm pretty sure you was on this episode. You remember when um we talked about the Good Brothers coming out with a podcast, and I was like, all these other wrestling people trying to come out with their wrestling podcast or whatever. Come see us. It's still real to us, damn it. The top wrestling <laughs> podcast. You hear me? Talk your shit. Because Alexa Bliss is now starting a podcast. Yeah, this shit getting out of hand. I ain't gonna lie. Uncool with Alexa Bliss. And I don't even want any WWE contracted wrestlers to have podcasts because they can't really say shit. Yeah. Like, what's like, he gonna be talking about that's worth a damn? I don't know. And my thing about it is, you know, I've been all for ever since she's turned face. <laughs> I didn't like anything about the face turn. And like, I've, I've not said that face. openly. She's, she's not. not. Like, she is a heel. She's the best women's talker. Uh, she might be. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna discredit her from the talking. To yeah, like, there we go. Look, look, I said, I said, look, you notice I said talker though, right? Right. There uh, we she go. Might, she might be. She's the best mouthpiece as far as like the women's division. I like what you did there. Yeah. Don't but, let it go over your head. Yeah. <laughs> but um the thing about it is like, I mean, I don't know. And this is no shade. I'm just I, I want to throw my jabs in there. But like uncooled Alexa Bliss, just another one kind of, you know, getting in there or whatever. But it's still real to us, damn it. Like we hey, you know, don't bite your tongue with Mookie on the road to two hundred episodes. Tell him again. On <laughs> the road to two hundred episodes. It's gonna be a couple of weeks. We're gonna get it. Probably yeah, another no, week and a half, honestly. No time. Yeah, you know, we've been... Wait, bro, come on. The way we've been out here, bro. 
But I I guess next week we're getting Sister Abigail, maybe more than likely. I I I really hate what they done with Bray Wyatt, but I mean I feel like we say this shit every year. So I don't how is the I got a question though because I think I asked last week how can the Fiend be a baby face, but then somebody brought to my attention like. Undertaker was babyface, and that nigga that, was putting people in caskets and body bags. Undertaker really didn't—he <laughs> really didn't even get on until he was a babyface. Like niggas ain't really—he ain't really catch on with the fans until he was a babyface for real. That's when he really made his name. If you look at it, he was a babyface way more than he was a heel. Did Wait, he come in as a heel in Survivor he, Series? Uh, yeah, he was, a heel, he was a heel like the first three years. Then he was a heel for like four or five years straight. Then he was a heel for like another two. Then he was a face for like six. Seven. He was a heel, like I said, he was a heel maybe like six years out of the 20. He was, he's been a face the majority of his run. To some people, the American Badass was a heel, but that's that's something I, don't, I ain't even going to touch on tonight. Hey. Well, I mean, he was the last, <laughs> some of it. He was a heel as the American Badass for a little bit, but chill out. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't accept American Badass slander. But like, the American Badass was. Lit. I mean, it, it it's gotten shat on, but like honestly, I feel like if I re- if I went back and rewatched it, I don't think it's as bad as people like claim it was. I want to see. I you know that's like the most invisible slander because I do see where people talk about it sometimes, but. The overall reception of it was never that bad, even in real life. Like I don't remember when he was doing that niggas hating on it. He was over. Like where this I don't know where this all of a sudden hate for the American badass came from. I think it's I mean, niggas trying to look back in retrospect. But even looking back, it's like <laughs> why? Like, niggas, somebody gotta explain to me what was wrong with it. Like they gonna they can say the quality of his matches because I mean if you look at his ministry run, all those matches were low key garbage. <laughs> I love the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, but he wasn't having good matches. When my nigga was out here burning teddy bears. Fact. This nigga wrestled a big boss man at WrestleMania. How good you think that was? When he hung that nigga? When he hung him. From his fucking shoulders. And it was so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Um, so, yeah, man. I guess we're going to see what they're about to do with The Fiend tomorrow or whatever by the time you guys are hearing this. Something stupid. Yeah. Um, See, so let's go ahead and off SmackDown or whatever with the Fatal 4-Way match between... King Corbin, Matt Riddle, Sheamus, and now replacing Big E, Jay Uso. That low key sound like a good match. I might actually go watch it. I didn't even know who was in the match. I just know the winner. Yeah, apparently, like King Corbin and Matt Riddle started fighting before the match even like kicked off or whatever. Like Jay Uso's yeah, in the back, kind of like. Other. Yeah, because apparently, like, Rome, uh, apparently Roman was the one that put Jay Uso in the match. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> he got that type well, like, so not, 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 not even, not really? even like, I mean, look, not even trying to be, story, like, you know, kayfabe aside. He got that type of clout, right? Clearly. I love, and I love how they <laughs> use it. I love it. Like, right. he's really the man. Like, he the only, he probably one of the few niggas that actually has legitimate pull in the company as an individual. Besides, like, Randy and who? <laughs> like, who who's full-time you think got any weight around there other than, like, Roman and Randy? I can't even think of nobody else. I Maybe mean, Seth. shit. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't even think AJ if we being all the way real. Maybe before, but I feel like he might be burning his bridges. He, he is. He, he, he's he, all the all the Heyman shit, and then he came out with the COVID. He, you know, that pissed him off. Maybe like, you could have, maybe, but... Like who else? That's it's really it's a really small list. But Roman is definitely number one on the individual list. 
But yeah, they say they said Roman pretty much put him in the match and everything. And uh, Matt Riddle was just kind of down there like, yo, is anybody else coming out? And then King Corbin was coming out with like his squad carrying him. And then Matt Riddle just came out there and jumped him as soon as he got down from like the uh, the chair and shit. I'm gonna need that feud to end, but I ain't. That sounds cool. Yeah, let's go ahead and end that at Clash of Champions. Let's let's do that. You know, all Baron Corbin feuds last a minimum of five months. Oh God. They probably got about another three or four matches lined up. What I tell you, what I tell y'all niggas last week, can we get please hurry up and do King of the Ring and get a new one? Shit, so, shit, they go years and years without doing them shits. Honestly, ain't no telling if they gonna do another one. This year. I, it might I be another feel, two or three years before they do that shit again. I still feel stupid or whatever because I picked Andrade and I was like, it was it was obviously Corbin. Yeah, it was never gonna be Andrade. I always thought it was gonna be Baron Corbin or Shorty G. I really thought Shorty G had a chance. I ain't he, he got he got pretty damn close and they had a good match. They had no business having a match that good. Baron Corbin's best match on the main roster easily. <laughs> I can't even disagree. Honestly, easily. Yeah. And then they went and did it like four more times after that. So it's like fuck it, fucked it up. Before we get into the next joint or whatever, um, can we like can we go conspiracy theorist on uh this Jay Uso Roman Reigns match slash situation? Go oh, yeah. Now I'm a credit first black champ because I was listening to them the other day, and they was like, "Yo, you don't like." They was like, "Either this gonna go one or two ways, a faction, and or." I gotta beat my cousin to show y'all I'm really about this shit. Which one? I, I, I can see it going the second way because I don't see how they'll end up linking up if they fighting. But I, it could go that. Like I, I wouldn't mind. Him hey, look, 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 I was gonna say, look, only thing I was gonna say, if they do, I don't even think it's gonna be a beatdown. It's gonna be a what uh what Triple H and Shawn Michaels do whenever they made them go against each other way back in the day. When my nigga laid down. Mm. They was nah, it ain't going to be one of those. It ain't going to be one of those. I guarantee you that. Nah, low-key, I think he's going to beat the hell out of Jay. Going to throw him around. I mean, he literally told him, this is your chance to do something without your brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it like that. I think they're going to have a good match, but it's going to ultimately be Roman beating his ass. It's kind of got to. Yeah, it makes sense if they really want to establish him. Make him like this heartless heel or whatever they want to do with him. I didn't see Jay Uso in this joint though. Yeah, that's real interesting. I, I like when they go outside the box though. This is one of the times I I like that shit. Can look, can and would you say that? I mean, SmackDown is getting a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. Every time we go over, it always sounds like a decent show. And this, like we went right through that. We'll be talking about Raw for fucking an hour. Unfortunately, like, that was that was like. Like that was a breeze. Like I wouldn't even mind watching that. Outside of the Otis shit, I didn't see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and there's only two segments segments with Otis, so you know. Mm. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the joint that we actually linked up for, bro. Let's go. So I was going. Let me see. I was out eating sushi buffet, which yo, if you guys ain't had a sushi buffet. Bars. I'm telling you, that shit was crazy. <laughs> was doing that. Bro hit me up and was like, yo, I'm around the area or whatever. I kind of want to watch All Out. I said, shit, what's up? We linked up. And by the time we got the joint started, we caught the very, very, very last of the 
the first match. The tail end. And I thought that was a pre-show match. I didn't know that's what actually started the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I actually got you on apparently what happened. But we did get the buy-in as Joey Janela had a match against uh, Serpentico. Who you don't know because, of you know, he only, he's only on dark. I mean, I know that's what Sammy Guevara was dressed as. That is That was still the best way to bring him back, honestly. That shit was good. But I mean, you already know Joe Janela won that joint. And then um, we got a tag team match between the private party, your faves, and Alex Reynolds and John Silver, a.k.a. three and four from the Dark Order. That just seems like an unnecessary match to have, like, even on a pre-show. Like, that. Well, why are they? How many pre-show matches did they have, bro? Two. <laughs> Like they only needed one. They didn't need this match, or they didn't need the other match. Well, shit, we we gonna talk about a match later. That low key, if it wasn't on dark, it could have just been on uh, dynamite, and we would have been cool. I mean, that's plenty, but it's like I'll save my critiques until we get further. Right. So yeah, we we started off or whatever, and we didn't get to watch it unfortunately, because you know, uh, <laughs> don't bite your tongue, don't bite your tongue. Favorite Big Swole went off. And won the tooth and nail match versus Dr. Britt Baker, D- DMD. You're right. I, I didn't even think about that. We we missed Big Swole. Like, what's the bro? I, I think that's our I think favorite. That's why, like, how the fuck? Dude, I, I think that's why we. Swole? I think that's why we never got into. A, we got into a decent Ooh. groove or whatever, but we didn't get into like. Well, our why the hell was that the first match? Like, that's all. I'm like, why? Did you know, like. Like I, I heard somebody say it best. The match we're gonna talk about next should have low key kicked it off, and this should have been second. And that's common sense, honestly. Like that, that, that was that's just bad positioning. Yeah, AEW always starts off with some high flying shit. Yeah, you would think right in any type of pay per view to start out with the like a hot match, and there was no hotter match than the than that match. But hey. So, yeah, pretty much they had a cinematic match. Apparently, Britt Baker isn't 100% healthy yet, so they kind of was just like, yeah, let's just buy some more time. Um, Big Soul went looking for her in um, the dentist office and shit, and Britt Baker ran up on her, and they kind of brawled whatever back and forth. It was a bunch of, like, power tools involved. Um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> Brett Baker tried to put some Novocaine into Big Swole. Shout out to uh, Frank Ocean. But accidentally went into her. And then um, what we had saw towards the very end, bro, apparently Big Swole had gotten, like, the gas mask or whatever you want to call it from the um, the dentist office, mm-hmm. the laughing gas. She got it on Britt Baker to win the match because she passed out. And then, like, took her, um, took her diploma or whatever or degree and, like, smashed it on her head. We did catch that. Yes, I that was right when it cut off. I could have sworn that match was supposed to be on the pre-show. <coughs> Would you have been mad if it was the pre-show? It, it sounded like that should have been the pre-show match. But can you do a cinematic match for the pre-show? Why not? That's true. If you're going to be different. And that don't sound like no shit they need to have on pay-per-view. That's all I'm saying. I mean, the feud has been amazing. Facts. I I can support that, but I mean, that that was the blow off right there. A goofy ass doctor's office match. Yeah, I about to say. I mean, unless you unless you think they're gonna run this back at full gear, but I doubt that. I doubt it. Yeah, like you said, they already been feuding for months. 
I mean, if she wasn't ready to go, maybe they should have just waited. Just know? held off a little bit longer and then gave That's us that info here. All right. They could have, shit, if they really wanted to make it a big deal, they could have let it main event a dynamite or something. But that just want to right, or, right or, or even I mean shit you got like you remember she said that she had the whole deal with Penelope Ford let her rock with Penelope Ford for a little bit until Britt comes back that actually would have worked as well <laughs> it's right there I mean we're gonna talk about Penelope Ford later not for long but later <laughs> um next the match day like we was over here like oh so they on they shit um Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks the tag team match the real opener. Go ahead and talk about the Hill Bucks. I mean, the Young Bucks. Yeah, that was the story of the match. They were just on their their heel aggressive shit. I guess they're just frustrated because they're not in the tag title match and they haven't been in the tag title scene basically the whole time. So I guess they get tired of this shit. And yeah, they worked over Jungle Boy and and Marco Stunt. They were just really aggressive. Who's in that walking boot, man? <laughs> And once again, like I said, every week Jr. just Jr. hates this nigga Marco Stunt good. So that's, yeah, that's he's channeling part. Jim Cornette, bro. He hates Marco Stunt. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, Jr. was going, Jr. was going crazy. I can't wait to talk about his comment he said in a later match. But is it bad? I, I really this probably was the best match on the card in my opinion. I, I, look, I, look, low key. Cause we would turn this whole match. <laughs> now, this was, and that's that's not a good. This was a good match, but that's not a good thing for the pay per view. But this was, in my opinion, the best match on the card. It's not, and it's wild because, like we just said or whatever, it wasn't the opening match, but like it always takes me back to um Corey's worst pay per view he he claims he's ever saw um Backlash 2018, and I <laughs> said yeah it was a bad pay per view quote unquote, and I know you hate it. But if you go back and check that first match, that shit was a banger. We got uh, Seth Rollins, The Miz, and I think Finn for like a triple nah, threat. That, that was the one-on-one match at Backlash. It was just Seth and Miz. Okay, okay, yeah, for the IC title. That shit was good yeah. as all. Just the yeah. rest, just it, nothing else was good. Like I said, look how fast niggas turned. Because niggas was on Seth's dick in 2018. Boy, he couldn't do no wrong. But it didn't look like a whole 12 months later. He the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Can't be a but, face, bro. But this is what I was like, bro, that's the stupidest shit I ever heard, though, because think about this. Seth Rollins turned face 2016. So that's 2016, 17, 18, and 19. Out of those four years, he was over as fuck three out of four. But because of those last few months, his face run was trash. How? How does that work? Yeah, it don't really make sense to me. And he was over his fuck in 2018. He probably was the most over person on the whole roster in 2018. I mean, we saw, him, we saw him and Dolph go, like, for that same belt, like, 20 different times, and it never really got old. Look, it, it did, but it didn't. It did you know just what I'm because we knew Dolph really won on shit. I feel yeah. like if he was, like, credible, it would have been perfect. And that's when he recruited Drew McIntyre and yeah, a little bit before Ambrose and, came back. Like Ambrose you know. were having good matches with them in the bar and then the shit. Like, he did plenty as a face. Like, he got stale, but the matches was good is what I'm, I guess I'm saying. I don't think Seth really got stale until he actually won the bill. That's the, and that was in 2019. Oh, no, no, not, not he got stale. The, the few with him and Dolph at least got stale for me. Uh, I, I, like I don't think I just, I just personally got tired. It was just like nobody took Dolph Ziggler as a serious threat to ever win. <laughs> like a couple That's of months any ago. Few he's in honestly. Yeah, like a couple of months ago. Yeah. So all his all his feuds always have a little bit of a, you know. But if it was just off the matches, that was a great feud. But like you said, he couldn't really take it serious. 
So yeah, any anything else on the the heel bucks? Not yet. Um, I guess last question or whatever, and I feel like it's gonna be kind of dumb or whatever, but there are no dumb questions. Um, did you at one point or anything think, hey, Jurassic Express might actually win this shit? I mean, yeah, because the Bucks are turning heels, so it's like that would have added to them getting frustrated. But right, they would have lost, and then like at the end, just like find some way to like get rid of Luchasaurus and then just beat the hell out of Marco Stun Jungle Boy. All right, but I mean, I think I actually think no, nah, not really. But I mean, they could, they easily could have lost that match. It would have still went to the story. They didn't have to win. True. And like you said, Jungle Boy, I mean, uh, yeah, Jungle Boy kept kicking out at the end, so it kind of looked like they were going to win for a second. Oh, bro, matter of fact, that's what had us turn. That motherfucker Jungle Boy got hit with, like, what, two of their finishers and still kicked out. Yeah, he was, he, they got to stop doing that, though, but yeah. Yeah, they went NXT for a second, or excuse me, not NXT, they went TakeOver for a second. Big facts. <laughs> yeah, they went TakeOver for a second. <laughs> But um, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna. I was like, yo, we protect the Jungle Boy, but he still got, he still caught the pins. So I was like, okay, I was about. I to mean, say. basically, they made they made him look like something in defeat. Now, I always appreciate that, but I feel like you don't gotta hit a have a nigga kick out of a bunch of finishers and shit to make him look strong. You could just let him get offense off, you know, that would have worked just fine. Make him look legitimate as a wrestler. True that. You ready for the Casino Battle Royal? Uh, I, my, my, I have mixed emotions about this, man. It really wasn't that bad in retrospect, but it was just sloppy as fuck. But what do you expect from a battle royal? Yeah, I mean, remember, we at first we were kind of thrown off about their like, you know, they go in five at a time, and then, you know, the, like the wild card at the end or the Joker. <laughs> I, and it's like I actually kind of like that. Like it's different. Like I, I like certain. I don't like all new things. Like you know, wrestling is so old and setting their ways. It's hard yeah. to accept newer traditions. But I actually like how they do their battle royals. And I guess too, whatever. I mean, I like the fact that it's like, oh, well, he gets a title shot. It's not like he has a contract where he can just cash in at any moment. But I'm not gonna say not. Don't do the cash in part. But if he just had like a. I don't know, casino battle chip or some shit or whatever that's going to be a title reign later. I mean, or not title reign, title, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like, like I'm cashing in my chips or whatever. That, that yeah. I, I could get behind it. It's similar enough, but it's not the complete same but I thing. guess that's why they wouldn't, because niggas would just go, oh, that's the money in the brain. Yeah, like I said, maybe right. maybe not you can't cash in, but you have to be like, yo, I'm announcing at right. whatever pay-per-view that I'm challenging Moxley, you know what I'm saying? Or on the chip, it has a, all, a set date or something. Okay, no, yeah, look, I like that. Yes, I like that. Like, at the next pay-per-view, you get, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like the Rumble winner. Facts. Yeah. But we already know this is not happening at a pay-per-view. This is gonna be this is gonna be a dynamite main event. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be dynamite main event like right in between fucking here and full gear. <laughs> right, like two or three weeks from now they're gonna have the match. I mean it, good lord. Um the first group was Trent, Ray Phoenix, Christopher Daniel, Jake Hagar, and The Blade. Followed by group two, we had Will Hobbs, Santana, and Ortiz, Frankie Kazarian, and Chuck Taylor. 
Uh, group three gave us Billy Gunn, Penta, Ricky Starks, uh, Brian Cage, and wait, and what? I'm losing somebody. Who is L? Who is L0M? That's Penta. Okay, then why the hell does it say? It say really? He changed his name, but that's like that was his old name or his like indie name, I guess. Penta L0. Oh, Darby. Darby. Darby came in. My fault. I see you know. And Darby out. Group four, Sean Spears, Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, Sonny Kiss, and Lance Archer. And our wild card, Matt Zydell? Zydell. Zydell. Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne almost gave me a heart attack in here. Debut of the century. Bruh. Best debut you remember, since you remember at first I looked at you and said, like, I said, yo, did he do that on purpose? You said, no, nigga, that was a botch. And I was like, oh, oh, like, oh, oh shit. On purpose? Well, no, I, I thought, well, maybe I'm like, maybe that's the gimmick. I've seen crazier Chill shit. Out. Chill Bro, out. we've seen crazier shit. Don't do that. And hey, what's that now. nigga that was in WCW that has like the um Star Wars mask on that fell through the wall? Who's the, you know what I'm talking about? The um God, I, see, see, if you never would have said it, I would, I would have had it too. Fuck. Who's on par with him for best debut of all time? I can't think of that nigga name. It was so outlandish and stupid. Wasn't it? Like, was wasn't that the earthquake before he was earthquake? I think it was actually. I'm mad now too, but yeah, I feel like I got to look up his name now. Yeah, please do, because I I feel like it starts with an S. Oh, the shockmaster. The yeah. shockmaster. Shockmaster. Yeah, he, he lived up to Matt his name. and the shockmaster. <laughs> yikes! Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Yikes! But no, I mean, look looking at this though, whatever. I mean, it was funny to me that it kind of came down to heels. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. And I remember we was going between, we was like, it's either going to be Cage or or Archer. Like, no one else at this point makes sense, you know? It should have came down to them, too. That would have made way more sense. But they don't really matter. I like that better than Eddie Kingston, even though, like, I yeah, didn't catch this in the moment. I would love to see Eddie Kingston and Moxley, but nobody really thought he was going to Apparently, he's just being a mouthpiece, too. He ain't wrestled since that Cody match. And that was a good ass match. It, it was, and he's he's actually a good mouthpiece. It's just like no one knows what to think about this faction because it makes no sense at all. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, just wait till we wait till we talk about AEW later because I'm gonna tell you about what he did this week. Yikes! But yeah, all that being said, um, Matt Sidell didn't hurt himself. Thank God, you know, thank the Lord. Um, his pride was hurt. Oh, his pride was hurt. He, I mean. That's embarrassing. Even though I said that in the moment, I was like, yo, these niggas on the fog machine or the smoke machine, bro, the fireworks. Like, what what was it <laughs> we were watching earlier in the year, Royal Rumble 2000? You remember yeah. that, that first match with Taz and Kurt Angle? And like, yo, it was like, yo, the whole fucking arena is smoky, boy. Facts. You couldn't see shit, barely. That might be part of the reason they cut the pyro. <laughs> Probably. I mean, they said it was slippery as hell. And to save money, but yeah. But yeah, that shit was maybe that's what happened. He was blinded by the smoke and he did he lost his footing. Cause it was very foggy in there. And they said it was super humid in there too. They said in the report. Like it was like they were wrestling under super bad conditions. Yikes. 
Do they do Lance Archer right this time compared to him losing to Cody? Nope. I don't think so either, honestly. He'd be Cody, he'd definitely be a monster. I'm just like, <clears throat> what are we doing with the Murder Hawk, man? Yeah. Yes. Like, what are we going to do with the Murder Hawk at this point? Uh, I, I, they don't. They don't know either. I'm. He kind of. That's where they have too many monsters. It's like, what? It's only so much you can do. He can only be a monster so long for people to say that they're doing nothing with him. But then they don't want to put the belt on him either. So it's. I don't know. Right. Bad position. But I mean, after I mean, the best part is he he's not going to be losing too much. Like losing to Moxley isn't really a loss because who's beating? Well, yeah, I'll give him that. Who's who else has he, he lost been, to besides? Moxley hasn't lost to anybody. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. I mean, but who else has, has has Archer lost to besides Cody? Nobody. So I mean, he's not completely like I mean, and like I said, we I hadn't said he was straight buried. I just thought, yo, if anybody had the chance to beat Cody, it was him. And then like the other monster came and beat Cody. So I'm like, okay, you know, at least somebody got it. He shouldn't have never, like I said, he should have never went against Cody. It was, well, I mean, it happened too soon. Maybe. It was, it was about like Brian Cage coming in and and facing Moxley so early, and we was like, come on now, bro. That was way too soon. But they, that was way, way too soon. Like at least, at least there was a feud around Cody and Lance Archer. Like Brian, Brian Cage and Moxley should have never happened. Yeah, it was so rushed, and it was just like. He came in, just won a ladder match, and then just had a title match in like a week or two and lost. And that was the end of it. After that, he I don't even feel like he's the leader of the group like Ricky Starks is. Yeah, yeah. That's because Ricky Starks can talk. Low key, they don't even need Taz. Well, I ain't gonna say they don't need Taz because Taz is doing his he, he's you know, he's I doing mean, a great I job. Really need but. It, honestly, but I mean I don't really want them two together. Like they both should be doing their own thing. I mean, I made the joke one day or whatever. I think me and Corey was so I was like, them niggas in the fashion because they like they don't exactly look white. Chill. <laughs> I don't know what Brian Cage is, but I don't think Ricky Stars is white. Ricky Stars is not white, but yeah, Brian he ain't white. One thousand percent is white. <laughs> I mean, he might be like he might be free. He like he like somebody from Jersey. He would have been on Jersey Shore ten years ago. For sure. Him and Ronnie definitely could be a tag Bro. Him and Ronnie as a tag team. Bro, I don't even want to get him any ideas. I know he wanted to be a wrestler. I told you he was signed to TNA at one point. It ain't never work out. But he really was going to be a wrestler. Jesus. Oh, man. You ready to get on to this Broken Rules match? Oh, yeah. That was next. And I feel like this is where like the car went downhill. This is where we like we were so bro. I've never been so confused, and I'm glad that you I, was here. I was so baffled. Like, yeah, I it makes sense now knowing what happened afterwards. But the way that shit went was so confusing. We started off the match. This nigga Matt Hardy is just in the back, like walking from the football field. Sammy, where you at? And I was like, yo. So we just starting matches outside of the ring. I bet. And then Sammy pulls up on a golf cart. <laughs> I mean, a lot of shit happened, and then we got to the fatal spot. Well, not fatal, thankfully. But, like, these niggas was on a scissor lift and just missed the whole two tables. Two. Bruh, Matt sounded, went head first 
off of that to the concrete. Yo, my head hurts thinking about it. And he was laying there like he was dead first. Like, he was just laying, like, straight. Like, it it looked terrible. It looked terrible. The refs stopped the match, as they should have. Max. You know, they, they they carry Sammy away. And then Matt gets up. He just starts rambling. And he chases Sammy. Then Sammy attacks him. And they read the bell and start the match again. Yo, 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 let me stop you right there. Ladies and gentlemen, we were watching this shit live. We was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> we were sitting there confused as hell. Like, yo, is this, a, like, is this two out of three falls now? <laughs> like, what's going on? I mean, at that point, it was obvious what they was doing. Because they were just watching. Because yeah. I, I remember the conditions of the match was, if Matt loses, he's done for AEW. So I guess oh, he had shit, to that was done. supposed to be a thing on it. Yeah, so I guess he had to get his quick W. So they went, so they they just got their little spot out of the way. But that's yeah. like, come on, this man just almost died. You got this man climbing a scaffold. And fam, you remember I made it? I made the joke or whatever, and I was being so serious. I was like, yo, how to get him down from here? Exactly. He, he could barely move now. He out there looking loopy as hell. Look, not only that, he could barely move. Before the like, I mean, we're gonna talk about him later. We're gonna talk about him later. Yeah. His wife been coming. His wife been going off all weekend. She need to shut the hell up. You fucking the bag up. Mm. All I know yeah, is Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara don't never need to wrestle again because shit just don't go right when they in the ring with each other. They don't, and I'm kind of upset too because I mean, no offense, I feel like Sammy's over don't get me wrong this was only supposed to get him over even more but he wasn't gonna win because they did the spot of him losing you know what i'm saying right so what was the point of i don't know yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't i guess the whole it was matt hardy getting revenge for the the chair shot shit i guess but they already had the tables match which was pretty good I, i don't know as bad as it sounds, we could have, I mean, we could have ended with that, but look, like, this match, I mean, nobody expected them, like, you know, it to go like it did. Facts. So. Shit should have ended with that. Oh, it definitely should have ended when they first ranked, you know, you know what I'm saying? I know JR was like, JR knew what was going on, but was lost at the same time. Uh, I guess they were trying to figure out how to spin it. <laughs> Just be real sometimes. I mean, I know I know we ain't supposed to break right, K-Fade, right, but come on, man. Case, not in this case. You're not going to be like, oh, he got a concussion. Or he might oh, no, you, you, can't say, you can't say that word, but you got to say something. They they played it about as good as they could on the fly. On the fly, they played it about as good as they And sometimes it's good to play like what, like how we look at it. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, it's like, low-key, that was, they played it well, in my opinion. I'd give JR that one. Cause I would just pay him to say some dumb shit. Oh, that was later. That was <laughs> later. My man was out here. He, he he was he was being king, man. He knew King was out here wilding. Um You ready for the next match, which apparently was good, but we was really bored? That's crazy because you're right. I, I seen somebody say that was a good match. I was like, shit, I I don't think we watched the same match. 
Yo, fam, I'm telling you, me and you was in here, whatever, and like it even got dull. We stopped talking for a little bit. We was like, yo, what is? We was like, like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> Man, it was just, I think it was, I think it's just after that, following the match, it followed. It was just too slow paced for me. Like it was the show already dragged after that confusing ass Matt Hardy shit, and then they came and had a slow methodical ass match. Like I was already sitting there about confused about what the fuck was going on. So I think that's what I think it was just bad timing. Facts. Um, the women, the AEW Women's Championship match between the champion Akari Shida versus NWA champion Thunder Rosa. I mean, I don't even know if I can say for what it was or whatever. I mean, I, I maybe maybe we was just confused. Maybe we need to rewatch. I don't know. People say it was a good wrestling match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would rewatch it, but I just remember being insanely bored. But it's like I do want to know as fast if I we was, was bored. I, I just I, I do need to know if I was tripping, but I ain't even gonna say it was a bad match. It was just a slow match. How yeah, about that? Oh, no, that's facts. That's facts. And the thing about it, is we said it going into we said going into it, they're both talented. They're both yeah. really talented. Yeah, I like Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I was just really bored though. And it made me kind of mad like we didn't get to see that tooth and nail match. Man, the way you explain that match, I'm not that mad I missed it now. Uh, That's just how I feel. <laughs> well, you ain't fucking with the cinematic matches like I am, though. Yeah, you already know that. That's probably the problem. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I like, the, like, like the, the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders match from a couple of uh, months ago. I didn't even see that one, but it's too much. I'm trying to think what cinematic match I actually like. I think that's when we saw the debut of the Ninjas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching that now, but that's terrible. Yeah, they debuted in a cinematic match? Yeah, I, I want to say that's when we got the bowling ball, the Montez Fords, you know, Is the his ninja area. Is still a thing? Huh? The Ninjas still a thing? Bro, the Ninjas popped up this week on Raw. We're we going to talk about it now. Oh, uh, great. Uh, eight-man tag match between the Dark Order versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares, QT Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes. This could have been a pre-show match. Bro, this could have been the Dynamite match. What What the hell? Yeah, this wasn't needed. I really think that was the main problem with this pay-per-view. I think it was just too many matches. I think it was too long. Like, they could have killed Brees. They could have killed Swollen Baker off. They could have killed this off. Matt and Sammy shouldn't have happened. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And I mean, fuck, I'm not trying to spoil what we're going to talk about later, but the match that main event at AEW that we're going to discuss later should have been this match. It could have easily been, honestly. Like you said, this was this spill. This because, the, like, yeah, the match we got last night was way better. I believe it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I actually, I, I saw it. I was like, yo, that's not here wilding. I would say this match wasn't that bad either, but it wasn't a pain. No, it wasn't bad. It just, it just, it's, it screamed dynamite. Facts. But I mean, I guess, you know, it's, we going into a Scorpio Sky doing his own thing. You know, Matt Cardona. Doing his own thing match. by wrestling an eight man tag match at that. That's his version of doing his own thing. Damn, you, yeah. Well, he's doing his own thing outside of SCU. All right, like, like, you know what? I'm leaving you niggas to go wrestle with other niggas. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, you got a point. He got to chill. Hey, man, it started a, a possible feud later on that no one cares about between Cole Cabana and um, Mr. Brody Lee. We're going to go back and mark that. 
I think it's just time for Colt Cabana to be formally jumped into the Dark Order. <laughs> what you mean? Like, you know, he hasn't, he's not really, a, like, he's been blinded. He don't even know how they operate. I feel like they're probably just really going to beat him in and he'll just go full heel. Cause he's like, he's not really a heel. He's like a baby face on the Dark Order. He's like, he doesn't even know they're heels. Well, yeah, he switched his gear to black, though. You know, he's not really doing all, you know. That's what but he's, say. But he's still like got he, all the comic book shit out there. Him fully being like the rest of them, I think. That's where I think it's going to go. I don't, they could go face and do him. I don't think they'll do him and Brody Lee. I don't think that's the way they should go with that. I, I don't think. But I, don't I mean, know. from what we saw last night, it, it wouldn't appear, but who knows, you know? Yeah, it's all, that's the endless possibilities, I guess. Let's go to the other match that was pretty damn good besides the Bucks match we talked about earlier. For the AEW Tag Team Championships, a good old 80s down south southern wrestling tag match between the champions uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page versus FTR. Fear the... Is it Fear the Revolution? Not officially yet. That's not Revolt anymore. They couldn't do that one. They tried to. They came out there and they little. They came out there and they sick pink jackets. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't like this match that much. This match was boring to me too. It was too fucking long. It gave me. I told you it gave me eighties. But it was this just shit, like this shit would have been lit in mid south wrestling. It would have been lit if they would have just made it a little shorter because it was slow paced the whole match. I think that's FTR. It is, but it's like we don't need slow paced like I don't, I don't ever know need how long this was. I don't even know. Those niggas wrestled at least like 25 minutes. At least. That was probably the longest match on the card. And it was a slow pace the whole time. I, 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 I like those style matches, but you got to make them short and sweet, you know? No, I get what you're saying. And like, even that you say, like, I mean, we don't have, I don't have the official times on me right now, but shit, the title match at the end was 22. And I think this match might have been longer than that. I'm pretty sure this this was definitely longer than the main event. I know it was longer than 22 minutes. I'm about to let's see if I can, you know, it's the internet games. We can always find it. Yeah, you you check that out. Like, I mean, pretty much long story short, FTR was dominating this shit because they are a tag team, and the you know Hangman and Kenny have have already been going through their problems, and eventually Kenny ended up hitting his own partner. And with all that being said, or whatever, we have new AEW Tag Team Champions. Which I am not mad at at all. I think okay. it needs to happen. I'm glad it happened here. They low-key single-handedly destroyed the Bucks. I mean, not the Bucks, excuse me, the, the Elite. That shit was 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that might have been long. That's that's longest match tonight. Easily. It look, it felt like thirty minutes. I just didn't want to say that and be wrong. Nah, that shit felt like it was about thirty minutes. But it was yeah, the right result. Right result. Now they can finally build to them in the books. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure how that's gonna work with the. Well, I guess the books are like still hang on to being like tweeners for now. Cause well, it's like they're, they're dangling being heels and faces, but they're not fully healed. Possibly, I'm, I'm, I got some shit to tell you later. That was, I mean, I wouldn't say it's it, it, it's heel shit to me, but um, 
Let me see from there. Let's get on into our main event. Oh, no, no. One more for the main event. I'm sorry. The Mimosa Mayhem match. How could I forget? Oh, my God. And it was forgettable. That match was fucking terrible. Yo, we was in here. I, I think during the entire match, we was just like, yo, what is up with this damn colored-ass water they got? Yeah. I mean, and, not to say, oh, God, I'm mad it's not actually Mimosas, but, like, come on now. That shit was hilarious. I mean, the fact they did that in the first place was, like, it sounded stupid in theory, but I only gave it a chance because it was Jericho. But it ended up being as stupid as it sounded. And kind of like we said or whatever, if anybody else, if WWE would have did this shit, they would have got destroyed. But, I mean, and I know this ain't your style, bro. I'm just speaking for me right here. If we're going to go goofy, let's go all the way goofy. In this case, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, if we're going to go goofy, let's go all the way goofy. Let's do some dumbass spots. Let's, right, know, let's do some crazy. They yeah, no, they were trying to be match. serious as fuck. But they, they just had a match with shit on the outside of the ring. Like it wasn't nothing special about this match at all. Yeah. I much. thought that's the route they were gonna go. I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of goofy shit and like silly spots, but they Yeah, really this made me laugh. Like, <laughs> nothing. Because everything been I mean, we've had blood involved, we've had some shit like for a serious feud, but we've also had dumb shit involved too, like a fucking debate. <laughs> with a nigga that doesn't talk. Yeah, they, they could have did better. A lot better. But at least this match wasn't long. I'll say that. At least they kept this match short. Yeah, it wasn't long. It was like, what, 15 minutes, right? If that. They, this match was short. Like, and I mean, the, the right person won. And I'm I'm like, yo, like, I will never not say that about Jericho. I mean, I, I don't have no problem with him putting over Orange Cassidy. But at the same time, it's like, where are they going to go with Orange Cassidy? <laughs> Wait till I tell you what he did on Monday. I mean, uh, yesterday. Yeah, I need to know what direction they're. Cause I, that's the only thing I was thinking is like, what now? Now that he's done feuding with Jericho, where can he go? Um, our AEW World Championship main event between the challenger MJF and our champion John Moxley. Moxley's entrance was crazy. MJF came out there in his American uh his American colors and everything, because you know, we deserve better. We got to see some color. MJF was out here like bleeding like a stuffed pig, is um what's the name would say? <laughs> Word to JR himself. I'm not Ooh. mad that MJF lost. Even the way he did lose was kind of funny. They tried to throw the di- the the dynamite diamond ring into the um get that involved in the match after a warlow distraction. Jer- <laughs> Moxley said, "Fuck that! I'm doing a paradigm shift." One, two, three. I I I don't think it's time to break Warlow and MJF up, but I don't either. And they they're teasing it, and I don't like that. Uh, it's coming, and they're not going to be together much longer. But I I feel like they could they could definitely go a little longer. Because no offense, what do you do with the like the the he- I ain't gonna say I mean because MJF's gonna be the heel. Don't get me wrong, but do we really want and or need a a baby face Wardlow? I mean, I could see Wardlow being something. So I mean, I wouldn't be mad at. It. I could see I could see him getting over. Mm. I actually I actually could see Wardlow getting over. I'm not even gonna lie. 
I don't really want to see him feud with MJF right now because I actually like them together. I do too. So I just feel like they could milk it a little. I, but it, like I always say with WWE, sometimes it is best to do shit on time because you don't want shit to get stale. It's almost best to do shit prematurely than to let it get stale. Nah, yeah, you, you're right there. Nah, this match was cool though. Yeah, I just this felt was like a good match. I just felt like in general, whatever, before we get on to Raw, like we watched and like I don't know if we said this at the end, bro, but we was like, from what we have been hearing and seeing about AEW, like paper, like pay per views, this one was like the most lackluster. I feel like. Yeah, I've seen all their pay-per-views. This was easily the worst. Like, this was probably one of their worst shows, period. Like, honestly. Like, this was one of their weaker shows they've ever done, like, all together. I've seen Dynamite is better than this. Nah, that's that's actually fast, honestly. Like, I, this match, this show just dragged. I think it was just too long. Like, most of the matches, most of the matches were just underwhelming. That was and, my, that and was shit, my, look that at was the runtime. We got you out of well shit. We we was in here talking for a while or whatever, but like this joint ended a little bit before midnight, yeah. and we got on it a little bit after eight o'clock. But like including the pre-show, that's over four hours. Exactly, and there there's no reason a MD Arena show that's not even their main show should be that long. Right. Like I said, why they have two pre-show matches? You ain't gonna go back and watch those on YouTube? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like it'll pop up on my damn Cuomo or whatever eventually. And also, why was the best match on the card like the set in our eyes? The, first the second match. match. It was the first year we seen. Like I never. That was also a bad start. Like I never saw a match better than the first match I saw. Like, like nothing topped the tag match, and it's not like that match was like a five star classic. It was just a good match, and it still was the best match on the show. Like the main event was cool too, though, but. Like the my problem was AEW has a style. Most of their matches are fast paced, but it seemed like a lot of the matches on this show was slow as hell. Like, I felt like cool. even like the matches or whatever, where it's like okay, not to say oh god, people don't care about them or whatever, but they've done more with less. Like for example, you saw the big, last one, you, you saw the last one or whatever, and I didn't see it, but like I heard like MJF Jungle Boy was fucking a classic. Not not well, a classic. It, nah, it was, it was, it was I would really almost say it was, it was almost a classic. Like I mean, it was yeah, really there good. We go, there we go. It was it was good though. Like, was I didn't really hear anybody good. saying it was like, above good. It was really good. Easily MJF's best match. At least on AEW. I haven't seen a lot of his indie work, but yeah, I I've, I've seen a couple, but that's it. I would give that shit a solid eight, eight and a half stars. Like it was, I mean, eight and a half out of ten. It was really good. And then you got Hangman. What we had Hangman and Kenny versus the Bucks. Um, Orange Cassidy and Park had a really good match. Like that, they last pay per view was really good. Like really, really good. Are they missing Pac right now? Because we're gonna mention. Well, I don't even. They got a decent roster. I'm not gonna say that. But I mean, they can always. He's always useful in any place he's at. But. I wouldn't say it's like that, but I would definitely. I wish he was there right now for sure, because I actually want the. I'd rather Lucha Bros be with him than in that random ass faction with Eddie Kingston. Right, the the Death Triangle. The Death Triangle actually, I actually had high hopes for them. I wanted to see that. Like I'm, I'm really mad that we're not getting that. Get a bunch of random six man matches. I mean, yeah. And and they would have been the best six man matches every week. Pretty much. All that being said, bro, you ready for Raw? So we get there. Raw is 
war. Not really. Um, so, uh, Randy Orton was cutting a promo to start this off and everything where he's just like, yo, why do I got to wrestle um, Keith Lee again? Like, come on, why we, why we doing this? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> he wrestled Keith Lee again? Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. But before that, like, uh, Drew McIntyre came out and just Claymore kicked his ass. Like I said, the punt, the punt is dead. Like it's long, it's long gone. The punt is nothing. Oh, bro, bro, I ain't, I ain't done with this show. Just wait. You are gonna be like, okay, what the hell we doing? But isn't this, like, if my math serves me right, he fought Keith Lee. So you are saying he fought him this week? They yeah. fought last week. They fought at the pay per view. Fought the pay Then they fought on the Raw before that, right? Yes, that was like so that's four straight. Okay, all right, we'll go ahead. Mm-hmm. He might as well be Baron, just just fucking shave his head ball and name on Baron Corbin. Like, what is this? I, I don't like. I'm glad Randy actually addressed it though. Like, why does he keep fighting? <laughs> hey, it's like we said. It's like we said earlier. What are they gonna tell fucking Randy Orton at this point? <laughs> but this is also one of the ones they're like, oh well, you know, it was rewritten like an hour or like a couple of hours before the show even started. That's every goddamn well, every week. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, this got a hey, look. This got a little e under it or whatever, so people know this. You know, it's gonna be cussing. <laughs> I mean, damn it, it's in the title. Come on now. I'm about to start cussing like the BT movies. Oh every, shit! Every free nibbit week, man. They do this every free nibbit week, bro. I'm sick. I'm sick of these. Free nibbit. <laughs> I'm sick of it, honestly. Um. So next, we had a match that was um. The Hurt Business versus Ricochet, Apollo Crews, and Cedric Alexander. The and niggas. We, yeah, the niggas. But, but Cedric Alexander finally turned and joined the Hurt Business. Well, I will be there. <laughs> yes. I'm not even mad at it, honestly. I've been saying, like, we, I think we talked about it last week. Like, I actually think he should turn here. Do something with him. That's usually how niggas pick up personality when they turn heel. Like, so we'll see if he actually has it. That's usually when niggas sink or swim. If he's gonna be anything in this company, this is the chance for him to prove it, why he's a heel. That's the only time niggas get on. Right. We're gonna talk about it later on or whatever, because uh, I just I, I'm I'm ready to you know deep dive a little bit more or whatever, because I'm gonna ask you the questions on that. Him and Apollo would be a good ass match. Now that I think about it. I told I told you though I'm, Apollo Cruz is growing on me, which is crazy. I don't even yeah, really look, know look, and look. I'm telling you, if, if I it, look, I'm telling you, if we can go back and like find clips from you, like you was like, yo, Apollo Cruz, like why? And he's actually growing on me as a baby because he, he's been talking better. Well, not I talking, mean, he hadn't talked at all. So oh, I mean, period, right? Like just let niggas talk, do something. Like right, he's been doing. Really I mean, he's always been great in the ring. He just he didn't have a personality. He was you know, like. It was like what we said about Lashley or whatever when he was a babyface. It was like, oh, you're just the all-American athlete. You know what I'm saying? Man, Smile he wasn't even a dominator anymore. At least when he was there the first time, he was like this dominant-ass nigga. Because somebody said it best or whatever, man. Like, they was like, like, he, like, it, it took him losing the title to finally kind of have personality. But it was like, yo, we ain't seen personality. Facts. I, I don't know. But I like the shit we, you've been telling me, though. Like I don't, I still like I low key know what's going on through you, so it's like I like what they're do- I actually like what they're doing with the hurt business and Apollo Cruz. 
I still don't understand like him beating MVP a million times and then losing a last that one, but it's whatever. Other than that, it's cool. And now they got Sadie over there. All they got to do now is convert Ricochet. We good. Right, because I mean, know, Ricochet we're gonna, we're gonna twice to be in the hurt business. <laughs> right, right, and like we're gonna talk about the hurt business, man. Because like, but my thing about it is like what we said the last couple of weeks or whatever. I mean, somebody had said it and brought it to my attention. I was like, damn, you got a point there. It's like, who's the young guy that this is gonna lift up? And now that Cedric Alexander's there, I don't know exactly how old he is, but I mean, he's still young in my eyes, you know. I mean, every faction ain't evolution. Like, it's not like I don't think the purpose of the. Oh, I like that. Is to I like that. Anybody per se, like they're all just, they're just a faction of niggas. Honestly, if we go keep it a book. I, I look. I told Cor- I told Corey. I was like, I love that the hurt business just turned into a black frat. But I mean, that's what it was supposed to be. It's literally a fraternity. <laughs> that's what it was supposed to be. Like, I'm just glad it's not. Like, they just like, didn't want to call it the nation of domination. Man. Oh, bro, look. You know that was you know that was the thing at one point. Right, like even when they first put the new day together, they were supposed to be the nation of domination. Like, bitch just has a fetish; he wants a nigga faction to be the nation of dom. I don't know well, why. Well, look, when I when I said they was a nigga frat, Corey was like, "Yo, don't say that shit out loud." Vince gonna find out. And had them niggas doing the damn the frat dances they be doing at parties. Listen, you know, Bobby Lashley gonna come out there with fu- a fucking Kappa jacket on or something. So don't even do <laughs> it. Don't even do Kappa's it. Kappa's gonna get that nigga out of here like Boosie. Man, hey, they play Vince if they want to. So next we got a match that you've seen 50, 11 times or whatever. Um, and the street profits. Oh <laughs> the, God, no, the street no, profits. No, no. <laughs> street profits versus no, stop, Angel. Stop, 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 stop. Wait, stop, wait, just, stop. wait, just let me let me finish it. Let me finish it. Let me no. finish it. Just let, 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 it's, it's short. It's short. It's I don't short. even want to know, bro. It's short. The street profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade, but Angel Garza and Andrade finally broke up because Angel Garza was just like, "Yo, I'm tired of this," and like walked off. I'm tired of it too. <laughs> so, to so maybe maybe this is finally the fucking end, bro. I, don't, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Hey, 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 I don't know. I'm 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 trying, bro. I'm trying. I don't shoot the messenger on it, but I don't, don't bro, shoot the messenger. Well, I guess they got Keith Lee and Randy Orton now, so they don't need that match anymore. But um, so now like this ended and everything. And I mean, it was only like two minutes too. Apparently, like in the match, it wasn't that long at all. So why even do this shit? They had to break them up. I don't know. They could have just broke up. They could fight anybody. Like it had. Well, I guess it had. It's only fitting that it's the Street Profits. Well, yeah. So after that was over, though, Street Profits are about to cut a promo until they're interrupted by the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Typical. Who came out and said next week they're gonna have a tag team like what champ or a championship clash, whatever the fuck you know like, term. What's the term they say? I wouldn't know. I don't know. It's not for the belts. Apparently, it's just a tag team versus tag team champion match or whatever. Champion versus champion. There we go. And somebody was like, "Yo, please go ahead and unify those belts because you ain't got that many tag teams to begin with." I mean, at this point, it's like. What do you think about that? I don't give a fuck. Like, yo, this is the tag team division. Like they said, it's, there's no tag teams. I don't even understand why they're doing this. <laughs> but I guess it's because they don't have any other tag teams on Raw for the Street Profits to fight. Right. They're going to unify the belts or whatever, turn them black they're, again. They're definitely not unifying the belts, but they should. 
They honestly should. They should make them like the women's belts and just have them on both shows. There's no tag teams. Like, Raw, the Raw tag division has been garbage. Shit, since the brand split, honestly, it's never been good at any point. I mean, other than like when Dean and Seth had them and they were fighting the bar. That was cool, I guess. Yo, shout out the bar, man. Like I keep saying, seven time tag team champion Cesaro. And, like, I don't know. The tag, the tag, that's why I don't complain about AEW doing a bunch of tag matches because WWE does them terribly. At least the AEW tag matches are good. Are good, yeah. Like, I'd rather, like, I don't know. Because another tag team that we talked about, like we're gonna talk about in a little bit, it's like, yo, they started off hot. They was amazing in NXT, but what are they now? But you know, save that for like a little bit. You can literally say that for anybody that was in NXT that's on the main roster now. Also, speaking of that, while I'm gonna go ahead and say it too, while it's on my mind or whatever, before I forget, um, AOP got released. They got released. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get. I mean, I, I actually like them with Seth, but I mean, whatever. I, I did too. Them anyway. I made the joke. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't say it to anybody. I think it was just in the chat. But I'll say it now. Whatever. Get ready for the authors of punishment on um, <laughs> AEW. They can't call them the authors of pain. The authors of punishment. Authors of punishment are all elite or whatever they be saying where they join. I can see it. Give it what well, they got like a three. There's usually like a three month no clause, comp, no compete clause or something. Yeah, yeah, months. three months. They'll, they'll be there. Um, let's get on to Peyton Royce and Billy Kay had a match. Yeah, yeah, Peyton Royce won, and apparently they're talking about a big Peyton Royce push, solo push. How big can it be? She's not gonna be the women's champion. Like, She's what, not. So what are they gonna do with it? Like I, said, I don't look. This look, 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 I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, because I didn't, I didn't watch SmackDown. Like I didn't watch all of SmackDown, but apparently at one point they did like a little like vignette, and they didn't show who it was, and people were like, oh, is it gonna be Peyton Royce? I don't know. Well, that's great. <laughs> I mean, I've made the joke. Maybe they'll be the return of Carmella because she ain't been around in a minute. Who knows? <laughs> like, Apparently, after the match, they like hugged it out. So I don't know. They are beefing. They aren't beefing. Who the hell knows? So they only were beefing for a week. Well, no, I wouldn't say beefing, but you remember I told you last week, or whatever. Uh, Peyton Royce threw Billy Kay into the ring at Raw Underground, and she got beat up by. Uh, <laughs> she got knocked out by uh, the the two of the other horsewomen. Sound like beef to me. <laughs> right, like no offense, bro. In real life, I couldn't throw you into no fight and be like, "Yo, we cool though, right, bro?" Eh, I guess they just decided that was a bad idea. Hey, bro, I'm making, I, I'm saying all this shit and I'm making jokes. Peyton Roy's blonde now, though. She's definitely getting a push, but I mean, whatever that means in WWE, that don't mean much of shit. I, know, I think Why Billy Kay's the better talker. Maybe not talker. She's the more animated person. Like, like it's the little shit I feel like people don't be catching or whatever if you ain't really into wrestling like that. I mean, like, the average fan won't catch this, but, like, Billy Kay, like, as far as dramatics, incredible. I wouldn't use the word incredible, but she's definitely dramatic. Yeah, okay, maybe not incredible, but like, you get what I'm saying, though. I mean, on the in the ter- okay, if there was a dramatic department, she gets a ten. But I mean, that don't count for jack shit in wrestling. 
Like, that don't got nothing to do with how she actually wrestles or her talker. Like, I hate hearing that I kind of speak honestly. Yeah, and that's the point. Look, they, they can't be faces. Like, who the fuck wants to see them as faces? They're, they're annoying, and that's what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was the whole point, right. Because I didn't know about them in NXT. Like, my intro, my intro to them was uh them jumping Charlotte their first night, apparently. And then, you know, Carmella cashed in on her. Yeah, they were better in NXT, but I mean that's because they were a little more. They weren't as they weren't as animated in NXT. It was a better balance. They yeah, but, well, look, <laughs> well, Trips knows what to do with them. I guess basically, he. I mean, but I feel like anybody knows what to do with their roster better than Vince. Like he just literally gets people and has no idea what to do. He just gets them and takes the strongest stereotype he can think of. <laughs> They're Australian. But I mean, they don't. They don't even have a gimmick for real. <laughs> they don't do anything. They're just annoying. No, 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 no. Their gimmick is. You ever seen the movie Mean Girls? Swear yeah. to God, that's their gimmick. If you yeah. ask me, they're I literally the fucking burn book. They might as well walk out with a burn book. But they're not a tag team anymore. Well, not, I was say they broke up, but don't give them no ideas because they might put them back together. Like, <laughs> yeah, look, 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 they'll wait like another week and they bring them back and act like we ain't even seen them like have a match where they had to break up. But that's the best part about not having a crowd. Like he low key can do what he want. Like shit, because there's no real crowd reaction to like go off of. So like shit, he could dictate how shit goes for real now. Like if shit don't really work, he's not really gonna see it on the show because nobody's booing or cheering. It's all fake. But I don't know. He, who knows? They, but he, he, probably, he can do what he wants more now. Where before he had to change storylines because the crowd is shit on there or whatever. Or just not react at all. Mm-hmm. That's not an issue anymore. I'm taking a sip right here or whatever because I, I feel like you're going to yell at me. And I'm like, I'm just a messenger. So next we had a promo for a match that we're getting later. Or as I coined it in my notes, we had a Mysterio family reunion. Huh. Is he where... fighting the fucking again? No, but he's fighting Murphy. So, anyways, yeah, wait, wait, wait. So, anyways, Dominic comes out there, and it's just Dominic, Ray, Mama Mysterio, and Aaliyah Mysterio. And you know they're all they're all out there and everything. They're just talking about the match later between uh. Dominic and um, Murphy, you know, who Seth ain't fucking with him no more. So, you know, he had to change his gear because he can't he's not a disciple anymore. But um, <laughs> the family reunion got interrupted when uh, Murphy came out there and whatever and was like, you know, I want you in a street fight later since you want to use kendo sticks and weapons and everything. And um, <laughs> Dominic pretty much like he said, not only am I, am I going to mess you up. Then I'm gonna attack your entire family. And Dominic told him, if you if you touch my family, it'll be the last breath you ever take. <laughs> oh, bro. I'm t- hey bro, I'm telling you, SmackDown might be better. <laughs> I mean, well, SmackDown two hours, so it's automatically better. Even if it won't. Like three hours of this shit is just unbearable. I mean, no, that too, and low key SmackDown is getting back to the level where like right before that shit went to Friday. You remember when SmackDown was on Tuesday? That shit was pretty damn good. It was. But Raw just bad, period. Like just like nowhere around it. Just bad and long. 
So since we on that shit or whatever, I'm going to take another sip or whatever, because we at the moment where we joked off pod about you have been waiting for whatever. So don't ask because I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. I promise you, bro. Apparently next week we're getting a tech, we're getting a raw um, title match between Oscar and Mickey James. But that doesn't matter this week because they have to team up to face against Natalia and Lana. That's all I can say. Any, I say any thoughts? Nope. <laughs> Not about that. You can already guess who won. Not Natty. Nah, she didn't catch the pan though. Lana, I mean, uh, Lana got tapped out by Oscar. Mickey James was beating up Natty on the outside when that was happening. Yeah. The women's division, the tag division, they're both trash. Like if they gotta do Mickey James or Oscar, that should let you know the depth of the roster. I mean, I guess shout out Mickey getting a title match, but I'm just like, where I where that, that from? Like why? I mean, I'm just I'm well, no 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 look. This is just me being a fan of Mickey for so many like years and shit, but like no, that you, you said it right. Like why? You know what I'm saying? And that's why I started this whole thing off with don't ask because I don't know why. I wouldn't. <laughs> <ask, but okay. laughs> I mean, no, I, mean, I told you at work, I was like, bro, don't ask because I have no fucking clue. If it's, I, 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 if it's like a women's division thing, Ted, I have no questions. I don't give a fuck at all. I don't know. Nothing, I don't care about none of that shit. Also, like, too, I'm calling, I'm calling it now. I don't even think Oscar beats Mickey next week or whatever. Not to say she's gonna lose. I think Lana and fucking um, Natty interfere in that shit. How much you want to bet? I wouldn't bet shit on that. They're gonna. They're, they're 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 just trying to find Oscar something to do in the meantime until the next pay per view. So why can't she beat Mickey James? <sighs> she might as well just go ahead and beat Mickey James. But I feel like it's gonna be a Lana and Natty like because I mean no offense why have that title match why add Oscar into this shit you know. I mean, is that not a fair question? Mm, not really, but I mean, it don't really got shit to do with them either, though. So. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, Lana and Lana and Natty are like trying to come at Mickey or whatever, and I don't know, bro. This I'm, I'm just I'm it's on it's on the note, it's on the rundown. But that was a thing that happened. On to what I have been waiting to fucking talk about though, the VIP lounge. With newest hurt member, mem- newest hurt business member Apollo. I mean, not Apollo Cruz. Good lord, see, Sandra Alexander, where he was, night? yeah, where he was given a shirt that said, you know, the hurt business shirt or whatever. Which their their shirts are kind of fire. They said, and on the back it says, "I'm in." And uh, they had this shit made like right then. Well, yeah, bro. You know, come on, you can get shirts right then and there. Okay, so you know, like they're they're questioning him, like, yo, so what? You know, MVP's like, so what made you finally want to join us on, you know, the hurt business? And and Cedric's like, not Cedric, God, I, see, I'm just messing it all up. But um, Shetland is really just like, yeah, what made you want to join us now? And Cedric pretty much was just like, I was tired of getting my ass beat every week. <laughs> that and MVP, you were right. Why am I gonna be with somebody that calls himself the one and only? And honestly, if Ricochet's smart, he'll quit trying to get um, Apollo Cruz's career started and everything and work and focus on his own. That sounds like dumbass reasoning, but okay. 
So between all that happening and everything or whatever VIP lounge, Cedric Alexander comes out. I mean, not Cedric Alexander. God, no. See, look, I'm messing up. Slow down. Ricochet comes out there and goes to attack them, joined by Apollo Crews and the Viking Raiders. And then we get an eight-man tag match. Yeah. Well, at least it went interracial, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was a that was a thing. You can already guess who won. Ricochet. No, well, no, the her business won. And then after really? the match, yeah, and then after the match, Cedric Alexander beat up on Ricochet. Uh, at least they, I, I like that they went the unpredictable route. Love it. So, you know, something new, something different. By different, you mean the same. I mean, they're getting TV time, so I'm not mad at it, you know? The niggas been on TV getting their ass beat for weeks. Well, yeah, you, well, you remember they was a tag team and we was confused about it. But now we yeah. actually, I, I actually care, personally. Well, that's cool. I still don't. I could care less, but I mean, because it's not. What's it gonna turn into? That's the question. That's well, always my question. Like when they do shit, is, is there an end game? Well, that is act. That is actual and factual in the words of TLC. Because you know, like I know, this is gonna lead to nothing. Nowhere, honestly. And that's the problem. Like, at least do something with Ricochet, but we know they're not. He's just going to be a stepping stone until they move the hurt, hurt business to some other random shit or just dismantle Like, Ricochet's not going to get no shine from this. Maybe Apollo, because clearly the way he's been booked, Vince must like him a little bit. But I think Vince does like him, yeah. It might work for Apollo, but I don't see this happen, working out for anybody else. And I think either someone's in Vince's ear and or he just likes MVP because they get a lot of fucking TV time. So you I know? mean, because MVP can talk like he he talked his way into position because they brought him back on some temporary shit. But he did so good. They just kept using. Him. I mean, I'm glad Shelton's back on TV and because I mean, God knows the last time he's been up there. Facts like they brought him back for nothing. Like this is definitely the most burn he's got since he's been back. So and, we know, he, and we know he likes Bobby. Hmm? And we know he likes Bobby. I, I still don't like how they use Lashley, but I mean, I guess it could be worse. Like, I mean, you remember we said or whatever. I, I mean, I'm not mad, but like, I thought he was going to get round two against Drew McIntyre after Lana yeah, cost they, him they the match. Could have, they could have definitely kept pushing that. Like, Lashley should be at the top of the car. Like, uh, that's how I feel, but I don't know. He should be doing way better stuff than what he's doing. <laughs> Mid-card champion? Like, that's it. But it's like, he's a stooge. Like, he's not even really the leader of the Hurt Business. He's another Brian Cage. Also, too, I think we talked about it last week or whatever. If not, Corey told me, like, on um, a text or whatever. Pretty much, this was, like, the kind of, like, this was a storyline that kind of already happened on TNA. Yeah, the beatdown clan. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's the same shit, literally. It's the same shit. That's they funny. act the same in everything. MVP was the leader of both groups. Now it's just the hurt business. 
So let's Lashley get was in the- in, damn, Lashley was in the hurt. That's <laughs> yeah. Funny. He was in the <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's what Corey was telling me. I was like, yo, man. I was like, I appreciate it. Because, like, y'all be catching me up on shit I, like, while I was gone. And I'd be like, damn. Because uh, he, he was like, yo, this is like, he was like, yo, this is the same shit. Like, you know, we were talking about something else that Corey said was the same shit, even though he's not here. I'll tell him for him. And I'm just like, hey, bro, nothing's brand new. It's just recycled. I just remember MVP being the leader, but Lashley was in that shit, too. That's funny. That Samoa Joe was in that one. That's that's also kind of weird. Hey, shout out Samoa Joe. Also, too, random thing or whatever. Uh, Tom Phillips wasn't there this week, so it was Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, and Samoa Joe. The commentary. Interesting. So Michael Co- Michael Cole back on Raw where he belongs. Uh, I don't know if he's back, but he was this week. Hmm. So let's go ahead and get into Keith Lee and um, Randy Orton. So this was happening, you know, match and everything. Um, do you want to guess what ha- happened before I tell you? I can't even think because they done had like four matches already, so I don't know. I can't think, can't predict that because this happened so many times. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you what's been going on in the background or whatever, because you know it's raw. All we got is background segments. Um, what's the dude that's been on SmackDown lately, or whatever? Like I, I forgot his name, like Alex something or whatever. But he's pretty much kind of been like the authority figure. Alex Riley, not Alex Riley. Something. Now you know I wouldn't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, but there's like an authority figure or whatever. He's like part of like you know WWE like you know higher ups and shit, and he's kind of been telling people in the back like oh you know this this and all this or whatever right. But like he's been trying to get Drew McIntyre out of the arena like all day because he's not clear to wrestle yet after he attacked Randy the first time right. Mm. So during this match. Drew comes out there and fucking Claymore kicks Randy again. <laughs> okay, well at least they're selling that he can't wrestle because <laughs> of the punt. So I can go, I can go with it now. Yeah. I can, I can and, then, and Keith Lee, that, that's how, that's how we end it. So Keith Lee technically won the match via DQ. I thought you said he attacked Randy. He did. So how the fuck Keith Lee win? Bro, I'm so I swear to God, I'll send you a link right now. Whatever, I double checked, I triple checked. Everybody said. Keith Lee wins against Randy Orton via DQ. Okay. I, I'm not making it up. I, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm just telling you what I have been told, what I took notes about, and everything. And I triple-checked triple right? with my notes. Look, bro, you know, you know one thing. Even if I don't watch, I am thorough with these notes. Huh. Isn't this how the first match went? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I told you to be ready <laughs> when we got back to it. And see, this makes the first match even, this makes it even more, like, I really wish they would have just, but I understand why they didn't. Like, the first time he got kicked and he interfered the same night, I get it. They're trying to, like, build Drew McIntyre up to be, like, a superhuman, which I'm not mad at, actually, because it's Drew McIntyre. I feel like he deserves the push, but it still, like, undermines the punt. But it's like, he should have played dead at least for a week. This nigga came out 30 minutes later. Oh, well, no, he Claymore kicked his ass again right here or whatever. So, like, that's what happened and everything. It just, hey, man. Um, from there, we're on to Kevin Owens, who was outside of Raw Underground, which, it, yeah, it, it's made its way to the Amway Center. Because he's going to be facing Aleister Black in Raw Underground. <laughs> 
underground match. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you whatever, cause like they they like they started this shit and then went back to it later and then finally finished it the third time, or whatever. Cause like they would go to Raw Underground and they was fighting and they went to the outside and it was like a back body drop or whatever on the outside. And then like we went back and they was back in the ring again, but then went back out the ring and then finally they did like I mean I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and get it all out the way now because they, they they separated it for like you know you know you got to get three hours out you know what I'm saying? Wait what? Like literally they started the match and then we went on to what I'm about to talk about next and then they went back to it and they went on to what I'm about to talk about after that and then we went back to it and we finally got a conclusion at the very end. So, so the niggas had a 40 minute street fight. <laughs> Apparently, in Raw in the crowd. <laughs> Take the whole shit off of here. Hey, bro, bro look, look, I am just a messenger. I, I'm, that not, even I'm not writing. Sense. I'm not writing. That doesn't even make sense. I'm, look, look, hey, bro, we speaking into existence. We are not on the writing squad yet. We're going to be eventually. Hell no. This is the type of shit he want me to cook up. I straight up tell him. He fired me because I was like, this shit is garbage. I was <laughs> going to hold my tongue. Oh no, nigga, you ain't let me finish though, bro. Guess how this shit finally ended. Shit, I don't know how it started, but how'd it end? So I need to go back to my notes because I don't want to pronounce dude's name wrong or whatever, because apparently even in my notes I spelled it wrong. But eventually, by the final third time we went back to them, Daba Kuto or Kato. I don't know who that is. I don't either. But he attacked both of them. Who is that? Google Daba Kato D A B B A slash K A T O. Daba? Yeah, he attacked both of them or whatever, and that's how we ended that shit. We're on the ground. The nigga with the. Oh my god. The. the uh, uh, geez, I don't even know who this nigga is, honestly. I was about to cap it up. This nigga got like. Some fake dreads. What? What is? Who is Bruh, this? yeah. Look, I kept the tab open simply off. I knew I would have to go back to that later. Swear to God. He's big as hell, but who the fuck is this? Yeah, he big as shit. But it's kind of like you remember. Um, I can't remember the dude from NXT, the Brazilian homie that knows like the Brazilian jujitsu. When they had him in there a couple of weeks ago in Raw Underground. I told you I don't mind like the the like the people with MMA kind of backgrounds in Raw Underground. They doing this shit, but we having feuds in Raw Underground. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't Dabba. know. His name is Daba. Yeah, Daba. Daba Kato? Daba Kuto? I don't know. Yeah, apparently he attacked both of them or whatever, so I don't know. Look, look I'm telling you, when I was watching Ups and Downs, Simon was like, I don't know what the hell's about to happen. They better not team up. I swear to God. <laughs> he he sounds just as confused as we do right now. Uh... I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Bro, I couldn't tell you either, bro. So, the same dude I told you, whatever, the Alex dude or whatever, who's like the WWE kind of higher up or whatever. And since when? He's, he's been, he, he started on SmackDown. He's He's been on SmackDown like the last couple of weeks, kind of like being an authority figure. But they I got him on Raw now, too. Yeah. I would have to find him or whatever, but like, if you watch a full episode of SmackDown, you'll see, you'll see who I'm talking about. So but, I never want to see him, but okay. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, long story short, he he was backstage or whatever, and, you know, he was talk like, uh, he ended up talking to our women's tag team champion, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who, you know, they don't like each other, but they're still the tag champs. 
and he heard them talking about how like they could beat the riot squad you know in a handicap match so apparently both of them are going to have handicap matches against the riot squad back to back so first we're getting the riot squad Liv morgan and um ruby riot versus Shayna baszler so Shayna is winning until she gets distracted by her her um, tag team partner Nia on the outside, who's not in the match, but she's just mocking Shayna. And then Liv hit her with the most devastating move in sports entertainment. <laughs> Nia Jax? Nah, uh, uh, Shayna did. Hmm. So Shayna lost to the right squad in that in the two on one handicap match. I guess. Uh, I get it. Ugh. I am disgusted just picturing that match. Alright, so then we're about to start the Riot Squad versus Nia Jax, right? And like in the middle of it, Retribution music hits. And this is also why I kept the notes because I wanted to make sure I went back or whatever so I can quote them exactly. And, bro, you're going to kill me or whatever, but I'm telling you, I'm not writing. So, you know, don't go too hard on me. I'm just simply, I'm just a messenger here. They cut in the middle of the match, and I'll go ahead and tell you now. The match, literally, when I say, like, they just forgot about it, it didn't even come back on TV. It's a, look, it's an audio podcast. You got to talk to me, bro. <laughs> I'm going to let you do the talking. I don't want to <laughs> Okay, so, um... So five members of Retribution was out here and everything. Or not out here, but they had like a, you know, they cut like a little promo in the back and like pitch darkness where you could just barely see them. And they said um, they're out here to punish WWE for leaving them in a cold, cruel world and they're going to seek punishment on any superstars and fans who are, who are into what the WWE is selling. What fans? That is nobody. the quote, bro. I could not tell you, man. There's nobody there. This might this sound well, I ain't gonna say that. I'm that sounds like cow. I'm about to say this sounds like the worst episode ever, but it, it doesn't actually. Nah, we, we had that a couple weeks ago. Or months ago. I haven't heard like one redeeming quality about tell me what was the best part of this show? Have has it happened yet? Um, I wouldn't say the best part, but the funniest part is like the last match. None of this was really good. I mean, I guess everything going on with Randy and Drew, because hey, you thought we were done? No. So Rand, so so Randy's in the back and he's pissed off at like the 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 Alex dude or whatever because he's like you you were supposed to get Drew out of here. He's not he's not cleared to compete. He's like, I'm trying to get him out of here, man. I'm, I'm gonna handle that. So he keeps walking out, and then out of nowhere, he gets Claymore again. <laughs> well, damn. So Randy was just looking like a whole ass uh, punk because he's just getting Claymore the whole fucking night. This is the third time I told you about this shit. Yeah, that, that's so he beat his ass three separate times in the same episode. I, okay. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. I, look, I'm not mad because it makes Drew look strong, but like I'm just like yeah, like I'm telling you. I made sure I wrote it down every time because I was like, yo, we're gonna think I'm we're gonna think I'm fucking with him. But Drew came out and attacked this nigga three different times. But like I said, 
and Simon said this shit on ups and downs. He was like, if you want to say, oh yeah, Raw was written at the last second, yeah, it sounds about right. Sounds like it. Cause like like he's so thirsty for revenge, but he literally got him back the same week he got kicked in the fucking head. Well, yeah, he told him or whatever. You know, you're not gonna get in my head. You always get in people's head, Randy. You're not gonna get in my head. And now he's bloodthirsty. It kind of it's kind of stupid. Like it, it, it is stupid. It's like he's he's getting revenge for some shit he already got revenge for. But it's cool. It doesn't make any sense at all, though. Well, you know, like, you remember Corey told us last week. You remember Corey told us he had the quote-unquote hairline fracture in his skull, but apparently that was kayfabe, thankfully. Which, I mean, you know, I hope to God. I don't want to wish, you know, injuries on nobody. Let alone a hairline fracture. Yeah. (laughs) But nah, Drew getting this shit off, bro. (laughs) I don't know. Randy's done way worse to way less. Like they could at least let Randy really fuck him up if he was gonna be this thirsty for revenge. Make it. I feel like Randy should at least got him this last time. I don't know, but what you know? What do I know? Uh (sighs) So let's end off this. The main event for Raw was Dominic Mysterio versus Murphy in a street fight. My boy getting main event time. Good grace. He had a dope outfit too. It was like. You know, like full body type shit or whatever, like kind of red and uh red and blue, like on like on some Captain Marvel looking joint or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say he literally Ginger. dressed like a goofy ass Power Ranger. I ain't really <laughs> fucking right. he, he, he's dead ass dressed like a damn like Power Ranger slash Gundam character. And nigga look like he about to compete in the world um martial arts tournament in Dragon Ball. <laughs> nah. But nah, the thing about this match was pretty much it turned into um, oh, at one point, Dominic, like, got on to, like, he went into the crowd where the damn LED screens are and jumped off that shit. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Dominic was getting off. Murphy got tied up in the ropes. And Dominic pulled out a damn kendo stick and just starts wailing on his ass. Calls out his family. So, Ray, Miss Mysterio, and Aaliyah... Just all took turns beating on this man until Murphy just finally like surrendered. That's how we ended Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that shit was written in the hour top. Raw, look, Raw is war. <laughs> raw is. Uh, nah, I don't like the war. I'll take that out. You gotta swap it for something else. Raw is terrible. Raw is huff. Raw is shit. Raw is... T- I don't... I, I can't, it's not war. I know that. It has to be changed, though. That that That's fucking pathetic, bro. Why they couldn't do that to Seth? So they get um, a comeuppance on fucking Murphy? Yeah, I mean... And who I the guess. fuck is Aaliyah Mysterio? Where's she been at? Um, I don't know, but apparently at one point in time, from what I watched on the um, FCW doc or whatever, she was in, F- she was in uh, FCW for a little bit before it was NXT. I guess she just stopped wrestling. Well, I guess this was a good way to make her raw debut. Randall but Dominic, was Dominic was looking pretty damn good, though. I mean, you know, Murphy's Murphy's talented, but Dominic was looking pretty damn good for this to be like what his third, fourth match. I like it, but they gotta chill with this like Mexican mafia business. You touch my family, <laughs> bro. That's why I call that shit the Mysterio family reunion, bro. They gotta cut that shit out. Yeah, they kind of. I mean, and my thing about this too. I was talking. Shout out my boy Cody, man. We was talking about this. 
And I was just like, you know, eventually, I don't know what they're going to do with Seth because eventually he's going on maternal leave. I just don't know well, when, you know, I was like, when's Becky do? You know what I'm saying? She should be at least halfway there. Right. Like, will he make it to Survivor Series is the question. Or well, they keep him off TV until then? Or like, what's going anyway. like, he'll probably be gone a couple weeks if that. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it like, I give it like two weeks, if not a month. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't he ain't really gonna miss no time. But he didn't show up on he he wasn't on this episode at all. So I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this Dominic Mysterio shit. But I'm, I'm I like Dominic, so I ain't gonna slam him too bad. He hasn't really shown me anything on the mic yet. But like he's not absolutely terrible, but he's still super green, you know. Right. So like I mean I think I said last week whatever I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be mad and I kind of want him to like eventually get written off and go to NXT for a while. Yeah, but, he probably should. He probably definitely should have went to NXT first. But hey, reverse experience. He can. But I doubt they send him to NXT at all doing them. But he should get. Yeah, it. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm glad you said that because like I'm about to look it up. Like how old he is? Because like he can't be what twenty three, right? Fifteen years ago, he was probably like ten, eleven. He probably yeah, like he's, he's exactly he's exactly twenty three years old. That's crazy, actually. That's real crazy. Yeah, he was born That's in ninety seven. That's real crazy. So he's young, man. Like I mean, he, this is the world is his oyster right now. Facts, like he like he has time to be something, but I feel like it's too much too soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you there. Like. What's gonna happen? We gotta wait to see. But like, if something just happens, I mean, it ain't gonna even happen right now. They can give him the rest of twenty twenty. But like, eventually he goes down to NXT and shit, kind of works his way. Maybe wins the North American title. Maybe gets the NXT title in like another year after that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking too much, you know. And in the dream world, <sighs> you ready for NXT, though, bro? Anything is better than wrong. <laughs> So it's gonna get to one part later on or whatever. You are gonna ask me, bro? What the fuck does that even like? What the hell is he got to do anything? And I'm like, I don't know, but okay. I'm just I'm just warn you there now. We start off though the NXT Championship match for the vacant title, Finn Balor and Adam Cole. Huh. That's, yes, that's started off. Hey. Was it long? Well, I'm assuming they had a long match if it went first. Like, they had a decently long match, yeah, but uh, Finn ended up winning this. Right. I think they said that, like, I mean, I'm not, like, this is not confirmed, so don't, like, yo, listeners, do not fact check me, and Will, do not fact check me. I think they said Cole's, like, the first person to kick out of the coup de gras in a hot minute, if if, if ever, on WWE. Uh, I'm pretty sure nobody's kicked out of it. I'm pretty sure. If there were, it couldn't have been no more than one person. But I can't think. I don't think anybody's kicked out of it. Samoa Joe might have kicked out of it. If, if not him, nobody. Right. I'm gonna have to go back and watch Day Feud. I know you told me like, yo, that Finn run the first time. Go back and watch that year. Yeah. But um, right after that, we went right into a 1916 DDT, and that was that introduced our you know new NXT champion Finn Balor. Is this his second reign? Yep, he's the third two-time NXT champion. I was about to ask, who? How many are are two-time champions? 
Samoa Joe and Nakamura and him. That's it. He, did Gargano get that shit twice? Or am I no, he only had it one time for like a month. <laughs> okay, I'm about to say, because I feel like him and Cole went back and forth, but I don't think, I think Cole was beating him. Well, he beat Cole, and then Cole got him, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. And then Cole retained it like twice. Johnny won the first match. I told you, look, you attacking me this whole episode, and I'm just the messenger, man. Man, you giving a bad message, period. A lot of them. <laughs> hey, what we say, bro? It's shenanigans this week, man. I mean, it's always, I say it's always shenanigans. It's barely like a good influence of wrestling, but some weeks it do have a good, but it's always going to be some shenanigans. As long as Raw is alive, the shenanigans will be here every week. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way now because it happened for like longer segments. Like they kind of went in and out. But apparently, uh, Tika Knox got invited to dinner with the Garganos. Why? Uh, pretty much to continue a feud between her and Candice LeRae at the end because eventually got they got into like a food fight. We're like, I didn't even know her and Candice were feuding. Um. Oh, apparently, like Tegan doesn't like the way that Candice has been lately. You know, because she turned heel and shit. Right. And you know. They made dinner and all that and all the, you know all that shit and I think some food got thrown on Johnny and then eventually like Candace threw some shit on T and it was you know, that that was a whole little segment it was it was it was interesting. I like how you put that. Yeah, and it, like you said, bro, Vince Vince took over NXT or whatever and act like we don't know it. Cause this shit would have never happened two years ago. Facts, it wouldn't. <laughs> this they, they did some shit like this with um. Mia Yim and Keith Lee, right? They did something. They similar. did, yes. Yeah. Maybe this is something Johnny's pushing himself just to like, you know, add layers to his character. I mean, all the reason I'm gonna say I'm not mad at it, because I mean it wasn't the best. And I mean if it was trips, I feel like it would have happened in the ring or a, some backstage shit. Facts. They like, would have had dinner in the ring, dead ass. <laughs> or like somebody would have got attacked back in the parking lot or some shit, you know. But yeah, that's uh I'm not mad at a Tegan Knox Candace feud. It gives them both something to do. You know, you got the thing of like they used to be friends, but now Candace is an asshole. You know, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I ain't complaining about them. About them, I ain't gonna say nothing bad. From there, we got okay. So <laughs> it's just a little segment, but I feel like I gotta say it because it's important. So I think. I don't know if he if I don't know if he stole it, but like Robert Stone was backstage with like Shazi Blackheart's tank, and he was like, "Yeah, she can't run me over now." Oh, and then Shazi came out and whatever and was trying to get her tank back, and Aaliyah kind of jumped in. They started brawling, and like in like the next room or whatever, Io Shirai is having a photo shoot, and then they knock into Io Shirai, and they get into a fight going into the ring. With like Robert Stone included, and then EO <laughs> hits a moonsault on on uh, Robert Stone, and Shotzi hit a move on Aaliyah, and then at the end it turned into like uh, e- e- EO's belt had fell, and Shotzi like picked it up or whatever, it was about to give it to like uh give it back to EO, but she kind of held it up like, hmm, this looks really nice. 
I said I won't complain about NXT, but I really hope I told I I do not like shot black card. I said I can't. I don't like it. I'm not a fan, and I really don't want to see her get a title shot. I, I think it's I think it's too soon because I, I I do like her, but no offense, they haven't built her in a while. I mean, she literally lost to like Indy Indy Hartwell like a couple of weeks ago before she like you know it ended up losing to like Dakota Kai. Yeah, I don't see where this is going. But maybe it's just one of those things where it's like everybody like wants the title, so she just seen it and picked it up. It just adds to the importance of the title. I hope it's not the actual build for a match. And it's two baby faces or whatever. I mean, I'm not and, and like we say we like I mean, we say it's gonna on, be a TV match if it does happen. Yeah, my, my thing about it is we said over here like I mean at least me and Corey talk all the time whatever. And I think you're on our side too. I I don't give a damn if it's heel heel or baby face baby face as long as it's a good match, you know. I mean, in certain occasions, like it's not. I don't like like builds like actual feuds like pay per view feuds, but if they do it on TV or just have it like every blue moon, I don't have no problem with it. It's not nothing I would do all the time. But yeah, and in a case like this is whatever. Like they probably just have a random TV match that get ends in interference or something. I I wouldn't need whatever. As long as they don't have a pay per view match. Like imagine them having a takeover match. I mean, we just saw one with her and Dakota Dakota Kai, which I mean, I like Dakota, but I didn't see that coming, honestly. I I, I had no problem with that. No, it was a good match, and honestly, I looked at it too, where I was like, you know. Dakota has really shown like, hey, she's way. I, I I never saw her being a heel and me enjoying it. So, she shut me up. Yeah. It's just I, I, and me, I guess it's just way easier to be heels. I don't know. It's just something about being a heel. Nah, that's facts. Um, we go on next to. A match between Velveteen Dream and Adrian Adonis. Who's Adrian Adonis? I assume he is a new NXT superstar. Black dude, though. Okay. But that's not really the point of this. Velveteen won this match. Of course he did. You don't even know who Adrian Adonis is. Right. This <laughs> Led up to, and Corey had to tell me because I mean, I was gonna. This is a question. When last time you watched NXT like all the way through? Right. Look, same here. I can already tell from that like answer that you know you ain't watching a hot little minute. Even I know, I know you would have wanted the people kind of like because Corey does that sometimes too, and I've been the same way. Which I mean, Corey's been watching like on the days because it just happened on Tuesday too. Which I was gonna make the joke or whatever, yo. Them niggas moving to Tuesday. They trying to. They about. To, they about to take over uh, NXT Darks uh, night. <laughs> but um, apparently, from what Corey told me, what had happened, this was payback because at the end, at the end, Kushida came out and attacked Velveteen Dream. Kushida. Yes, beat down Velveteen Dream. Why? And I said, wait, Kushida heels her? Like me and Corey was texting. He said, nah. He said, he said, uh, Velveteen beat the hell out of Kushida a couple of weeks ago. And I said, I, I missed this. Okay. Okay. So apparently we're about to get a Kushida Velveteen uh, feud. I actually, that actually might be a decent match. That's I, I was about to, to say, like, what the Kushida heel? That don't sound right. Bro. Right. That's what I said. I was like, wait, what am I missing out on? 
that's that's really i'm trying to envision a match between them <laughs> like really i can't but it, that makes you i guess that makes it worthwhile i can't even see them having a match that style's so different it's it's coming i don't know when it's gonna be but it's coming bro should kushida have stayed in new japan kind of I don't think I've cared about him since his initial run against uh, the little bit, the little shit after uh, Cassie Sono. Yeah, I, I, I think I was, I already had negative thoughts of how this was going to end, so I never really took him serious. I never thought they would do anything with him, so I never really gave it a chance like I should have. Because my first match with him, um, oh not not my first, yeah, my first time seeing him on New Japan was his last match when he lost the. Uh, Lightweight, the lightweight uh championship. I never saw. I really, I think I might have seen him wrestle like one or two matches before he was in NXT. I knew who he was. I heard about him, but I never really seen any of his matches. Yeah, I saw when he lost the uh, the one homie or whatever at uh, Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. But you know how long that shit was, bro. So, I mean, think about it. It's my first match, and I'm still learning all the names and everything. And I just know that. I mean, I never. I mean, hey, people gonna kill me, but I don't care. I think it's a little cultural, honestly. I've never seen Bad to the Future. So I, I didn't know the, I didn't know the whole game. I don't I haven't watched it like since I can remember the shit. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, I know that's like a I know that's like a thing with people, and I'm just like, yo, you know, I want people to get me out of here, but I've never I haven't seen it. Nigga, it's 2020. Ain't nobody about to be like, you ain't seen Back to the Future? Hey, bro. If you would said that shit like 10 years ago, maybe. No offense, too. I mean, shit, look at how old we are. I'm saying. And then that's why I said, that, look, that's why I said that's cult. I think that's cultural. I don't think, you know, a lot of people who that's coming where we coming from was just watching that in the household growing up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say that because it was a big movie. Like I'm sure your parents and my parents have both seen that shit. It's just not in our time. Well, no. Also, like, I'll give you that. But also, you know what I'm gonna say? It ain't on DVD or VHS back in the day in yeah. in our households. I'm pretty sure it would. I know I know my grandma or my granddad probably had it. I just never was interested in the shit. Alright, how about this? A- answer this question with him, because like I asked this shit to Corey. He looked at me like I was crazy. I said, nah, bro, I think you I think your dad was different. Was Star Wars in your house growing up? Star like Star Wars was everywhere. Like look, I, look, it, look it, it was everywhere and you know about it, but was it in your household, like the movies? I want to say my mom did have Star Wars, but I don't know. I never, once again, that was nothing I ever, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, I ain't even gonna cap like that. Yeah, it was. Actually. Bruh, it was everywhere, and the prequels came out whenever we was younger. But, like, in my household, the movies were not just laying around. So, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And I say that with Corey and everything, too, but I told you, sometimes I be forgetting that Corey and Mama white. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even, like I said, I don't think that's a white thing. Cause if you go any generation, they I, I don't know, bro. I'm telling you, I feel like it's just certain things where it's like, yo, it just wasn't in your household coming up. I'm telling you, like, I mean, it wasn't in your household, but I'll be, yeah. Like, Star Wars was pretty big. Like, it was in a lot of niggas' households, like from the 80s and 90s. That shit was huge. Everybody was watching that shit black, white, purple, green. That I'm just telling you, I don't, I don't think. I don't think Perry and Karen had ever had ever has ever seen that movie. Honestly, talking about my folks. Well, like you said, I mean, that's hey. as I said, cultural. Well, that's not. I mean, it's kind of singular, but yeah. 
I feel what you're saying. That was a sidebar, but yeah, because she the Velveteen, man. Cool. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, let's get on to another match or whatever. Apparently, like, it was teased last week and everything. And they went ahead and had the match, you know, Super Tuesday. Oh, Super Tuesday 2, you know. They they might be moving over to Tuesday officially. I kind of wish they would, honestly. Um, He's now the colossal Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory. I forgot. Austin Theory? Yes. Huh. I told you. Well, we told you he was back in NXT. Oh, yeah. You did say that. I forgot. Well, I mean, I know he didn't win, so. He he did not. But also, a fresh 23 years old. I mean, fresh. His birthday was like last month. She ain't going to be fresh. They keep making him lose. Tongo. <laughs> Tongo about like a month ago. Nah, that's facts, but I feel like, I mean, a trip sees something in Bronson Reed. I mean, that's cool, but they gotta see something in Austin Theory. Like, this nigga could be world champion. Like, they wasting him. I mean, he really could, because I told you, bro, whenever I caught the damn uh, Evolve show or whatever, the 10-year shit, that was my first time ever seeing him or whatever, when he became double champion. And I was like, I don't know who this dude is, but he's talented. And I found out he was like 21, 22, and I was like, Jesus. I was like, man, this... Yeah, this is shit. And what's happened in a year or two since then? He went up to the main roster, turned into a disciple slash jobber, and now he's back at NXT losing to Bronson Reed. Back next thing you know, he's going to be 25, 26. It ain't going to be keep being fresh and fresh. Like, they they can't waste him for too much longer. I mean, they, they might have, like, another year to burn with him or so. But, I mean, once you get that perception of being a loser, it's hard to shake that. Well, yeah, I would say that because, like, honestly, if you a loser, it only works like that, I guess, if you a baby face, honestly. You would have yeah. to turn heel, but he already healed. Exactly. He's a heel losing at that. Like, it's it's even worse. And low-key, I mean, I kind of like him. I don't, I don't need him to be a baby face right nah, now. Nah, he should be a heel for sure, but he shouldn't be losing. Not, not that the rate he loses. Like, he doesn't get enough wins to lose as much as he do. But, I mean, he just got back. And since he's gotten back, yeah, you're right. You're right. He hasn't won. <laughs> I was going to be the question. He hasn't won. Um, uh, one more thing for our main event. We had a match between Roderick Strong and Killian Dane. Uh, Roderick Strong was joined by Bobby Fish at ringside. Why he was going against Killian Dane, I don't know. This was a good match, though. I feel like the Undisputed Era having a wrestle forever. So I, I almost, I'm not even... Apparently they've been going through like some little shit because a couple weeks ago, like apparently like uh Adam Cole wanted to jump on somebody and like uh Roddy not Roddy, but um uh, Kyle came in and was like, nah, nah, chill. So they was kind of making it seem like Roddy was about to, you know, be the heel because they've been pushing Adam Cole kind of his face. I don't I don't know what's happening with Undisputed. Like they probably don't even know yet. Honestly. With all the injuries and shit and niggas moving around, they probably changing their plans since they moved Keith Lee and then Karrion Cross got hurt. So there ain't no telling what they doing. And also, too, so I don't know how the hell this even happened, but at some point or whatever, apparently Drake Maverick came out there and then Killian Dane destroyed Drake Maverick? Oh, yeah. Didn't you say they were feuding or some shit? I think so, yeah. But I, don't, I mean... 
I just, <laughs> I, I haven't been watching completely, so that's why I'm kind of upset Corey ain't here, because I feel like he could explain this shit more, because I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Yeah, that is a random feud. Because I, I love Killian Dane as, like, a monster, but, like, nobody takes him seriously, and he loses. Basically. Like, he's another one of those people, like I said, it's like, it don't, it don't matter if you have nowhere to go. Like, they brought him back and made him look strong, but they won't ever gonna have him win anything, so it's like... <laughs> It was only a matter of time for his momentum just stopped. So now it's now he's just pointless. Shout out Eric Young, man. Like, you know, he's on Impact again and everything. And like, you know, but I told you, I've still never got over when the Miz beat all three of Sanity and shit on SmackDown. Yeah, in a handicap was, match. Them niggas were doing what well, shit they were doing before that. But that was like, <laughs> right? that was really the culture. Like, Remember, it was like a backlot brawl or some shit. And this nigga beat all three of them. I didn't even know that was a formal match, but I just remember him whooping all of them. I, I think no, because Shane, like, I mean, Shane didn't do it like a, he didn't do like a, you know, a bounty on him or whatever. But he pretty much was like, yeah, you're gonna wrestle Sanity three on one, and the Miz beat all three of them niggas. I'm talking about threw them over the guard real. He was beating them in the crowd. Bro, he was like, one of the niggas in the river. Yeah, that's wow. Awesome shit. He really should have just literally just took a shovel and buried the nigga, cause that's what happened. Daddy did it first, bro. Riot Squad. Tables match. That's very true. The last time you took not Natty seriously. I didn't even take that seriously because the Riot Squad. <laughs> the Riot I Squad tried. never I tried. I tried. She she beat the beating the Riot Squad is like literally beating a job. Cause they were they were three and one. Like I've never seen the Riot Squad win a match. Even though you said they won on Raw, but I didn't see it. I've never seen them win ever. I can't tell you one that time shit, I've seen Ruby Riot win a match. To me because I've mentioned it so many damn times on this podcast, but it still never gets old to me. When um a couple weeks before that shit, you remember they had a match at Evolution too, but it was uh Sasha, it was it was Face Sasha and Bailey teaming up with Natty against the Riot Squad or whatever, and the match stopped because Ruby broke um Jim Dave and Nightheart's glasses, and Natty just started crying, and the match ended. That definitely had. Now, I thought that was. Like, we went to commercial with her crying, and that was just it. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, that that definitely happened. That was around the time shit started getting really bad. But yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I wasn't trying to sound like a dick. I was just like, "Wait, this is wrestling. Like, what? What the hell?" Uh, that was really personal. Cause the nigga literally had just died like a couple weeks before. Oh, it was fresh, fresh. I mean, of course, you this day will like still fresh. tell you. That Natty should have went through that table, and he might have been right, but still, for the culture, she should have went through the table. <laughs> if they really want, but that, but they won't ever go. Once again, it don't matter in retrospect. Cause they were never gonna do anything with the Riot Squad, so why even have them do this to Daddy if they're not even gonna push them to the moon? I mean, facts. I mean, they, they would have done that. That would have made them like the most despicable women on the roster. They easily could have pushed Ruby Riot up to face Ronda Rousey. Like, she would have been super despicable. Like, she did this to Daddy after her pops died. But. I mean, they, they, was, they, was, they was broken up by the time or whatever. But think about the last pay-per-view we got before quarantine really kind of fucked up this year. When not only the whole Riot Squad, but somebody else. I was yeah, them, Oscar, and somebody else. I can't remember. Oh, got uh, tapped out by Shayna Baszler in the Elimination Chamber. Oh yeah, yeah, that was terrible, bro. I... <laughs> like she would just walk around the pod for like three minutes straight. They did that wrong. They should have at least had like 
a couple people out and she just tap them all out. You would have thought. I had never seen no shit like that in my life. That was weird. That was really weird. The fans got that shit out of here, boy. Because the first time this shit happened, I thought it was like a box. Like, maybe her timing was off. But then she did it two more times. Oh, oh fuck. This really what the match is? Shayna Baszler walking around the pods for like five minutes looking at them. They could at least shorten the time of the entry. Like, it was literally like five-minute intervals or something like that. It was unbearable. But that's what yep. he did. She jobbed all of them out. Vince to, went from liking her to being like, I don't know. He was too quick off the hype. He probably should have looked at If he actually watched NXT, he would have known what he was getting. Well, I feel like I feel like at first he listens to trips, and then he's just like, nah, I don't know. This one of the ones where I don't even blame him. Like, Shayna Baszler, like, she just don't translate to the main roster. She don't. She's not. She's boring. Her matches are too slow. She's not that great on the mic. Like, she just don't contribute. She's not that great. Like, in NST, low-key, finessed us. Like, it was like catfish. They made us think she was better than what she did. <laughs> yeah, you got a point, though, because, I mean, I went back. I, I actually did go back and watch whenever she won the belt. Well, I, I went back and watched her first match to Ember, and then when she beat Ember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was pretty much just like kind of the same thing we saw with her and Bianca, right, her with exactly. Mia Yim, really her with. I mean, like low key, if you look about it, like the person we're about to talk about or whatever, when Rhea beat her, and they made that whole spectacle of like niggas rushed the ring and had like you know like Rhea on their shoulders, you know, like the demon is vanquished. She was like the Terminator, honestly. She she lost to Kyrie Sane. I think that was basically. Yeah, she lost. Like, she, she lost to Kyrie. She lost to Kyrie Sane, and then Kyrie Sane like uh, made her go to sleep at Evolution. Yeah, that was she about the first ever women. She became the first ever two-time NXT women's out. champion. So it really. And she held like, She held it for another wolf. fucking year after yeah. that. She really was the big bad wolf. Because right? Evolution, Evolution was like that October. She didn't lose until like the following November or December at, at um a random NXT. Sound about right. Yeah, cause that's when she had the horsewoman out there, just like you know, yeah, they was making sure she wasn't gonna lose. They look, they booked her good. That's the thing. Trips booked her good, even if the matches was like everything you said. But now it's just like, uh, she in a love hate relationship tag team with Nia Jax. I, I'll take it over her fight, Nasca. Like, like I said, I'll take it. But now I thought about it. She I'll take it too. But Loki, I didn't, I, I didn't mind any of. Her or her homies in Raw Underground, <laughs> or that like just put her on Raw Underground. Yeah, and my thing about it is too like we, like I'm not gonna like 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 Will. I mean, excuse me, not Will. Corey's completely over Raw Underground. He's over it. He's just like, nah, this shit is. Yeah, but my thing is like, if you gonna have the shoot quote unquote people in there, have them in there doing what they gonna do. Like make make us care about Raw Underground. They kind of brought it in, and it was like, oh, this is different. But now it's just like it's just another segment that's just kind of like retribution. Where I'm like, yo, should I care? But that's the point. That's literally the problem. They only brought that shit in for like a quick buzz. They never really had no long-term plans. They just needed something to pop ratings. And of course, it didn't pop any ratings. But that's right. all it was You ain't ready to see Shane McMahon um, have non, like, you know, non-sanctioned fights? Every week. Yeah, he's there. That's terrible. That's terrible. They brought that, That's the funniest part of it all. They brought Shane back for this. The best nah, in the nah. world, and this is the best they have for the best in the world. Now, nah, bro, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this before we get on to the main event of NXT. So, like, literally, remember I told you Kevin Owens fought um, Al- Aleister Black, right? In the Raw Underground match. Yeah. So, uh, 
So KO was back there talking to the big homie from uh from uh South Florida. You know the the tall dude. No. The the dude that was the black ninja. The, the oh seven, okay. The seven that's, all had, that's all you had to say. There we go. They, he he was talking to him and Shane or whatever. He's the, he's the bouncer of Raw Underground now. But um, he was like, yeah, you know, I got a match against Alistair and everything. And then whenever this shit happened, Shane starts off saying. Well, yeah, you know, um, we're waiting for we're waiting for Alice, we're waiting for Kevin Owens and Alistair to show up, and it was like, you nigga, you was just he was just talking to you. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Main event though, NXT. Ugh. Hey, bro, I'm gonna say like I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, and you can just I want you to go actually go back and watch it because I thought it was a really good match, and Corey said the same. Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez in the steel cage match. Hmm. So they, I go, go ahead. You said it was good. I was, they, it they, was, it was actually really good. There was like Robert Stone got involved at one point and everything. And there was some chairs involved in shit. Like it was an actually good match. I mean, it, it, with them too, I wasn't expecting them to be trash because they're both really good. I don't know too much about Mercedes Martinez other than she's old. Yeah, she's talented though. Also, it's like, and this is don't take this with take this with a grain of salt. I heard on like two different like YouTube joints, it's rumored she might move back to the main roster. But I was like, she just left Raw like a couple of months ago and went back to NXT to be on the Robert Stone brand. Mercedes Martinez. She was on Raw. Yeah. She beat somebody. I can't remember who. But it's rumored she might go back to the main roster, but I don't know for sure. But she did lose this match to Rhea. It was a good match, though. I'm telling you, like, just, just, I mean, it main evented or whatever. Over the world title match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not liking NXT's logic lately, and I can't even say the last like they. They. I'm not gonna say it's raw status, but I can't say the last time I cared about NXT. I'd rather watch SmackDown at this point. Like I don't see where they're going with this at all. I like that Finn got the belt though. Yeah, I was. I like Finn. Like we we all agreed on that that Finn should be the one, and. But it's like you that, said, what, what, it's that, not the hour long NXT no more. And like Loki at time, I, I'm I'm getting used to it now. But like when I go back, like, cause for example, you remember I used to tell you, bro, yeah, I wouldn't watch NXT live. I'd go back and catch that shit on like a Friday when I get off work. And it's just an hour long. I'd go right through it. Boom. But going back and trying to watch two hours of NXT, I'm just like, I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's not giving me the same vibes. And now, like you said, it's 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 Vince fingers on it too. It just don't even feel right. I don't know. I don't want to sound like an NXT hater though, you know. Call it what you want, shit. Yeah. I guess let's go ahead to Dynamite Man close this joint out. <sighs> so AEW Dynamite last night, bro. Started off tag team match, the Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros. You want to guess how this one went? Mm. Mm, I'm going to assume the Lucha Bros lost. Mm-hmm. They did. Okay, they kind of lose a lot of AEW. 
they did and at one point um like at the end like uh Phoenix and Penta was kind of going back and forth and Eddie Kingston kind of jumped in and was like yo yo chill like you know we need to come together you know you guys are a tag team we're better together than apart and he was like, Pac's not here anymore. We got the butcher and the blade and everything. We're gonna do this. And then he mentioned that he was technically never eliminated from the Casino Battle Royal match. Well, I did see somebody said that because they said he went, he got, off the, he went through the middle rope. But I don't remember seeing him do that. Look, <laughs> bro, I was like, we watched that shit too, and apparently we was the only ones that missed that because apparently Twitter went crazy. I missed it though. Oh, we we missed it though. Yeah, so I, I, they gotta, they gotta do, they got some explaining to do. Make it a triple threat, or maybe give him a him a Lance Archer one on one. He's been cheated. It was hilarious though, because I can't remember like what that nigga had on or whatever. I just remember seeing like a red cutoff and some Tims. <laughs> Yikes! That shit was hilarious. Um, from there we had Matt Hardy come out and address the AEW fans. And he told us he's okay. He doesn't have a concussion, which I think is kept. And he apologized to not only the fans, but especially his family. And he's he's sorry if he if he scared anyone and he won't do that again. And they went and showed like his wife in the crowd holding their baby. And he <laughs> and he said once he's he's gonna take some time off, but once he's come back, once he comes back, excuse me. He's going to climb the ranks and challenge for the AEW title. Now that's funny. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, Matt Hardy, man. Matt Hardy versus Moxley. I, 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 lo- I love it though. But so he's going on a vacation, is what he said. Hmm. He didn't, necessarily, he didn't necessarily say a vacation, but he just said he's going to take a little bit of time to himself, get himself back together. But once he comes back, he's going to climb the ranks. You know, you got wins and losses matter over here, man. I look, you forgot about that, but what's Matt Hardy's AEW record? I feel like he's only wrestled Sammy. As a singles person, yeah. I mean, shit. Besides that, he, remember, he teamed with the Elite for that little bit. Oh, yeah. Sad. And they was winning like every week. He might he might have enough wins to be number one contender or, or be ranked. Who knows? Like you said, wins matter. So I don't see how he could just come out and say he's gonna challenge for the world title. Well, yeah. Win. Once he gets back, he's gonna he's gonna climb the ranks, bro. He's not just gonna jump to the top. I love it. Next, we got an Orange Cassidy match against Angelico of Hybrid Two. Do you even remember who the hell Hybrid Two is? I know. Jack Evans, yeah, him and Jack Evans. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, was, I, I don't, I don't know them like that because they ain't been on. They, they're on dark all the time. I don't honestly. know him, but I know Jack Evans from the Indies. Like been a long ass time. I just remember the first time me and Corey sat down and watched this, watched them, and Corey was like, "What is these mud cross looking motherfuckers?" Oh, that's that he's out of pocket. Jack Evans. <laughs> Maybe I will look up some matches or whatever shit. You know, I was, I like going back and watching these indie like dudes on the Indies and shit now on YouTube. You'll be blown away if you look up Jack Evans shit. 
But low key, I mean, I didn't watch this, but everybody's saying it was pretty much an Orange Cassidy squash. So after the match was over, he gets uh, Cassidy gets attacked by um, Santana and Ortiz, who then were um, ran off by the best friends, and they challenged them next week to a parking lot showdown. Well, I, the best friends better win. That's all I know. I <laughs> Yo, they better win because they, I mean, they done lost like what, twice now? Yes. So they, this is getting ridiculous at this point. They better win next week. Hey, bro, call me crazy. If somebody don't get hit by Sue's van, I don't want to see it. Yeah, or yeah, some, somebody has to get slammed on the van. Of course. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody got to get hit by the van or slammed on the on the windshield. It's gonna that's gonna happen. That part's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna win. <laughs> but yeah, like probably like probably Ortiz is gonna get slammed on the windshield and like fucking twitch like a damn bug. Oh, yeah, after you already done spoiled it. That's a, exactly that's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I feel that one too, bro. But that's happening next week. So next. You remember we saw this at um at AEW um all out, but we didn't know what apparently was a shot because Vince done went and came and said, Hey, all that shit y'all doing, like Twitch, YouTube, whatever, WWE wrestlers, that shit gotta stop. Right. So we didn't know at the time, Kip Sapien, who apparently is about to marry Penelope Ford, and is just wearing tube tops now, because this nigga just cuts all his shirts or whatever, where like his whole mid is out. And what is that about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like pause. I'm not looking at it like that, but I'm like, yo, these AEW shirts are kind of hard. Like the all-out shirts they was wearing, yeah, they were kind of hard. I was like, I would actually buy one. It looked kind of cool. Did you get the Kip Savior version, bro? I, I ain't in that much shape. Shit. <laughs> if I was in shape like that, maybe. Oh dear. <laughs> hey, I'm committed. You know, black men don't cheat. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> what? Remind me to tell you something later, but no. Anyways, um, we, we're going to find out who his best man is tonight. So, at first, um, Brian Pillman Jr. came out and was like, yeah, man, I saw your text and everything. You know, I, I'm so honored to be your best man. He said, I said, you're the best man. I didn't say you're the best man, though. He didn't say that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's also super hilarious or whatever because I'm actually about to be a best man for the second time or whatever. Shout out my little bro getting married in November. Yeah. It's going to be dope. We got the bachelor party coming up in October. It's going to be legendary. But I say all this to you guys have already heard the intro. Miro is now all elite A.K.A. Rusev with new bleach blonde hair came out. What's the the blonde hair about? I I guess everybody just wants to, you know, go blonde now. That's really interesting. But I mean, he said 10 years. He said 10 years at that other wrestling company. And they always talk about a brass ring, but they could take this brass ring and they could shove it up their ass. Yes, I am Mur- I am Murrow, and I'm now all elite. 
It was like, like 10 years? Apparently, according to him, yeah. Damn. I'd be mad, too. You know, you got to say, like, Miro. I'm going to just call him Rusev. I don't like that. Rusev. You got to roll the R. I'm going to just call him Rusev. I'm not Wanda. But then, Miro's not all elite. And, like, that's the kind of, I guess, the gimmick. He's the best man. I don't see that lasting long. I guess this is just his introduction. I'm assuming he's going to wreck them or something. Like, this just can't go this way. They wouldn't, I don't think they'll start him on some goofy shit like this. Did you think whenever we saw that shit Saturday, this is how they're going to introduce Rusev? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to, there's going to be a twist to it. I don't see Shout out them keeping it under wraps. I feel like we always hear about shit before it happens. Or we I hear mean, like, I mean, yeah. people thought, people knew he was going to debut. People thought he was going to be the mystery guy in the Battle Royale. That is very true, yeah. Like they they did swerve us by waiting until Dynamite, which was actually smart. I'm not mad at it because it would have been too kind of. It, I I like predictability sometimes, but it would have been too predictable to have him debut at the pay per view. How long until you think he actually wrestles? Shit, no AEW, his ass might wrestle next week on Dynamite. No, no dark. Well, yeah, he's not going to be a dark wrestler. According to the contract that came out, he's officially signed for a year. Hmm. So I guess I got a year to make him happy. Man, I don't. I, it's, I don't know. They they are signing too many people now. Cause it's like, are they? They're not going to put him in the world title picture. Well, yeah, that's. I guess that's part of the next question. I mean, you know, look, is he a face? Is he a heel? I mean, he's with Kip Sapien, so I assume he's a heel. Yeah, yeah. He definitely. He was giving me heel vibes from that picture. Like it looked like he was giving fake smells. Like I don't know. I think he's going to be a heel, but I'd have to watch. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch next week and see what happens. Right. Um. Before I end this or whatever, I mentioned it in uh, pre-production. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now, whatever live on the episode. You didn't see his. You didn't see him on Twitch talking about uh, Dave Meltzer. Hmm. Apparently, I don't know what like what Meltzer did to provoke him, but he pretty much said, you know, he lies and just says too much dumb shit, and eventually he's gonna burn in hell. I think most wrestlers hate Meltzer because he's like he's the one who he throws. <laughs> Unless you're Kenny or the Bucks, I mean, he loves him. Yeah, but, or you a I, New Japan most, wrestler? Most of wrestlers don't like the nigga because he just he most of the rumors and dirt that comes out comes from him. Him and his buddy Brian Alvarez, who yeah, so they all they automatically are gonna be disliked. I don't know what he did to him per se, but ain't no telling. And I think he still has the Twitch deal, so I mean, I feel like he's getting that bag over there. Which yeah. I yo yo Twitch hit me up, what's up? I'm getting started with shit, you know. Yeah, yeah Twitch about to be the wave. Motherfuckers out here checking a bag off of Twitch. It was YouTube, now it's Twitch. Shit, it's still both, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but Twitch is just. I, I remember, I, I heard, Twitch I heard academics easy. say he was like, "Y'all got a bag." He's like, "I got to deal with Twitch." He's like, "Yeah, I got suspended that time because you know all that stuff happened." But he's like, "Every time I do all this or whatever, like, yeah, I'm getting paid for that." I was like, "Yeah, that's smart, shit." Yeah, that Twitch bag a little easier to obtain too. Facts. I'm mad because my damn connect don't want to work over there. I ain't got my face cam right now. I'm only audio. <laughs> But I guess, hey, a, mere, a year with um, Rusev slash Miro. 
you know about it. That was the last segment. No, 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 no. no. We still got a lot. We still got a lot going on. I was like, they out of pocket. <laughs> I just think it's like you know, I, I, I like what you said. Like they swerved us, and honestly, too, it's wild because it's just like his la- <laughs> the last real segment we saw was like Bobby Lashley taking this chick in like a wedding gimmick, and now he's the best man at someone's wedding. Yeah, I I hope they don't go that route with him and Penelope. I really don't want to see that shit, but I don't know. They I wouldn't be surprised if they do the same shit. Maybe like you said, it's probably like just a troll on that. I didn't even think about it like that. Right. I mean, but low key, I don't want to see a Kip Sapien Rusev match or feud. I, I guess it would be an easy introduction because you know he's just going to squash Kip, which. Kip Loki can be squashed because his record isn't that bad. So yeah, and Loki, I, mean, I wouldn't call him a dark person, but I mean, I haven't really seen anything he's done besides being with Penelope ever since him and Joey was feuding. I'm about to say he wrestles. I only saw him wrestle one time. I can't remember who it was. Janela. I remember it was a good match. I mean, he had a couple. Of, well, you remember he had this whole little uh, tag team with Jimmy Havoc before he got released. Right, matter of fact, or that's furlough, what it was. they had a they had a tag team like street fight against the best friends, and that shit was good. Yeah, because yeah, matter of fact, they had a title match. Remember? I remember don't I, remember. I, remember I told oh, you, yeah, 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 it was yeah, like they yeah. had a they had a number one contender shit, but it didn't happen until like two, three weeks later. Yeah, you. Because yeah, in between yeah. that, they had a whole different match against another tag team. We was like, nigga, wait, didn't you just? Because remember, you said you was like, nigga, didn't you tell me that? Uh, Sapien and Havoc wanted them to continue. I'm like, yeah, they did. He was like, why are they wrestling them? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. AW like they they give you those number one contenders that you gotta wait like five weeks to catch them. Right. And look, if they don't if they don't announce that shit for the next week, you're gonna have to wait for a minute. Yeah, they they do have a habit of doing that. The same shit, because I don't know if it's over here written on the notes or whatever, but uh uh the murder hawk. And um, uh, Jake Rod, Jake, <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts had a, uh, they had a promo in the rain, talking mm. about how they're gonna like, you know, they're coming at Moxley. And we've heard they're it claim, all. They're, right, they're gonna claim was rightfully theirs, or you know, was was actually Lance Archer's. And no telling when, but I know it's not, I was, like I said, I'm standing. There's no way they're gonna hold that down to the pay per view. But yeah, I'm about to say you, you literally answered my next question. I'm like, is this is this for full gear or no? Nah? No way. No way. They're gonna that's a dynamite match for sure. But I will say this though, after he beats Lance Archer, whoever he fused with at the next pay-per-view, I think it's about time for him to draw the title. I like he can't like I don't feel like Oh, he's beating everybody. Like somebody had like who is this? He's under Lance? he's undefeated, and if he makes the full gear, that's a full year. I think he should lose it. Whoever he faces at full gear, they should be should be the one to beat him. I don't know who it's gonna be. I know it's not gonna be Lance Archer though. I don't think so either, honestly. There's no way. I would I wanted to be Kenny, but I I don't know if it's it's probably too soon for him and Kenny to have a match. Um let me make sure that Kenny is right up. Is he is he up here or whatever? Because if not I'll tell you what he did later on. Oh yeah, okay. I remember what he did later on because it's not up here. So um, before that though, uh, we had Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss versus Jericho and Jake Hagar. Uh, 
in a no DQ match. <laughs> well, I <laughs> well. <laughs> that I, I uh, yeah, you already know what happened. <laughs> Why? Well, that's cool. Like it's like winning down. <laughs> Just throw Joey to Del and Sunny Kiss in. Get a quick dub. Yeah, they lost. And then Jericho, you know, Jericho told us or whatever that him and Jake Hagar are about to join the tag division and become the new champions. Now that's funny. As long as he's not. What happened to him? What happened to him and Sammy Guevara? You know, the sex gods. Yeah, I would. That would actually be way better. But low key, that just shows. (laughs) That just shows that Jericho's not stupid. Of course, Jake Hagar's a smarter partner to have. Facts. I thought the sex gods was hilarious though. <laughs> it was. I would. I would actually like to see them as the tag champs. <laughs> sex gods. I'm sorry. That shit is still top five funniest shit. So dear, for sure. What's up with the inner circle? Like, are they? They like they kind of separate right now. Uh, a little bit. They still doing their thing, or whatever. But uh, I'll go ahead and get into it now. So. <laughs> So Tony Schiavone had an interview with Adam Hang- Adam Hangman Page where he was like, you know, I blame myself for the elite breaking up, and I just kind of hope me and Kenny can still be cool and be, you know, be a team. And then Kenny had an interview with Jr. <laughs> where he was just like, you know, I wasted a year in the tag team division with Hangman and I'm done, and now I'm back to being a singles wrestler and we're focusing on myself. <laughs> he sound like a bad bitch. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's time for him That's to focus on himself. It's me time. But I, I'm glad. I'm glad. That, I, I think they. I think that was timed perfectly. It wasn't too long or too short. Right? They broke up at the right time. I'm not sure where this goes for Hangman, but I know where it's going for Kenny. Um. Let me see. Let me see. <sighs> Moxley talked about, you know, his match with MJF and everything about how he retained his title. And he's ready for his upcoming match against, like, Lance Archer, whenever that's going to be. MJF uh, fired his entire cabinet. And he like, he, uh, he blamed uh, Warlow for costing him the match. As he should. You know, that's not like what we were talking about earlier. Like, we don't want to see them break up right now. FTR threw a a tag team championship celebration with Tully Blanchard. What's up with these niggas at parties and celebrations and shit? Well, hey, bro, you got to celebrate. You, just, you became champions, you know? These niggas full of themselves. I love it. Real heel shit, real heel teams. Oh, fact, bro. I'm telling you, wait, wait till, wait till we get the bag. Wait till somebody says, "Hey, you know, sponsorship." We throwing a champ. We we gonna throw a championship celebration. I'm gonna give it a shutdown because I'm gonna just trash WWE the whole time. <laughs> I, I made that joke with Corey earlier. I was like, "Hey, bro." I was like, "I don't know if I'm gonna say anything that's gonna get us uh, permanently not hired by AEW or whatever." He said shit or the E. Man, for sure not the E. I said, I said, nah, that'll be Will. <laughs> yeah, I'd never go there. 
But hey, AEW, I, if they want me to be biased, I'll start being biased for you on the low. All they gotta in, do is cut the chip. In the words of Metallica, yeah, we sold out. We sold out Madison Square Garden. We sold out the, you know, whatever <laughs> center. We sold out a bunch of places. Exactly. <laughs> nobody can sell out like they, they they said it best. Nobody can sell out of like you can't sell out of people ain't buying. Man, say that again for the people in the back. Nobody, like look, you can't sell out if people ain't buying. That's facts. I like that. <laughs> that look, I'm telling you too. I, I love it because I mean, I, I'm sure you probably ain't a Metallica fan like that. I've listened to them. I know when people say like, you know, they quote unquote started to go a little bit less edgy, and I'm like, hey, bro, that bag will say something different, boy. That's for anybody. Um. But now, so FTR is having their whole little joint with like the mid cards of the tag team division around them out in the ring, and they came out. And next week, they're having a non title match against the Jurassic Express. Uh, yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, I guess to. I don't know. Jungle Boy's gonna lose again. I don't know. Yeah, like that's the only way that could. That's the only way I see that going. Well, no, nah, no, nah, wait, no, nah, it's non title so they might, they might, they might let the Jurassic Express win. That's the that's if they don't, I don't see why they're doing this match. They, uh, they, cl- they clearly like the Jurassic Express. It's like they do, but they don't. They put them in hella positions, but it's usually to lose. Cause they definitely get them looks. They definitely get a, oh, these bitches trying to come back. Nah, that's over. They won tonight, though. Yeah, that's facts. They beat yeah. the Lucha Bros. I don't, I don't, and that's that's like what that's the one team or I, I'm not gonna call them individuals, but that's like the one set of talent I really don't like how they book. Other than Brian Cage, is the Lucha Bros. Outside of that, I really don't complain about how they book too many people, but I don't like how they book the Lucha Bros. I don't like how they book Brian Cage. Nah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there, bro. Why do these niggas lose so much? <sighs> see, they made it look like they was even about to break up. Not break up. I mean, I didn't see that. Corey was like, yo, Lucha Bros breaking up? I was like, nah. I that, actually, that would actually be decent. Both of them niggas can go single, for sure. They really could. For sure. You know, I feel like we've always said on this pod or whatever, that damn, uh, that all-in match between Kenny and Penta. Not, yeah, Kenny and Penta was crazy. Facts. His match with Phoenix was crazy. That outside of age. Oh, that that Triple A match. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was tri- not the Triple A match. It was another. They had a match on like Portugal or somewhere. Oh, okay. That shit was really good. So she's not Tainara Conchi anymore, but Tay Conti had a match against um the Native Beast Nyla Rose. You can already imagine how that went with Vicky Guerrero in her cor- corner. Nia Jax won. Yeah, she did. And after the match, uh, Vicky Guerrero was cutting a promo. And then Hukaru Shida came out and attacked Nyla Rose. They well, still didn't attack they her, but she stopped her from, like, you know, beating up on Tainara Kanchi, who a couple of weeks ago literally was getting teased to the Dark Order by um, Anna J. Interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. Caruso with the clutch shot. Stop playing. 
shit, we were we were whooping these niggas earlier. They came back a little bit. Right, right. That's been happening all it was all series. Double technicals. So we're on to the main event, bro. Before we go ahead and close this out and everything. And this is the match where I told you, like, fuck it. This should have been the fucking this should have been the match or whatever instead of the damn eight man tag. For the TNT championship, Mr. Brody Lee versus Dustin Rhodes. I actually will go back and watch this. Bro, I'm about to say, yeah, if you don't watch nothing else I told you to, whatever, please check this match out. Like, Dustin Dustin hit a Canadian Destroyer. This nigga's hitting fucking... Hey, we talked he about was... this the other day, bro. He hits a Canadian Destroyer every match. He, <laughs> he single-handedly destroyed the Canadian Destroyer. He single-handedly destroyed... It was him the... and not the Bucks. Definitely him. He has no right... Do... He has no reason doing it. He should be connected to this every match. Like, when he first did it at first, I'm like, damn. Oh, that's... When he did the Cody... I don't know. I don't crazy. know if you call it a senton, but this nigga was hitting like fucking full body, like whatever shit, so whatever to the outside on Brody Lee. He was going off, bro. Yeah, it's like we get it, nigga. You old and you still can go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> go, go ahead. Speaking of old and still going off, the fucking king. Look at hey. Bron catching one hand alleys off the glass in the playoffs. Bro, you know your shit way faster than mine. Facts. You'll see it in like eight minutes. I'm this about nigga to say. <laughs> and it was like, and I want to say he did it with the left. Stop playing. <laughs> this nigga okay, Braun showed it. Okay, I'm about to see it right here. I was the right. Good gracious. But nah, this match was flames. I mean, Dustin lost, but like I feel like this should have been the damn um the, the all out match. Honestly. I mean, yeah, they could have did the eight man like the week going in, and then did this match at the pay per view would have made a whole lot more sense. But at the same time, Dynamite is still a priority, and it's not like Raw and SmackDown where they're set in stone. They're still trying to build Dynamite, so there's that. And I want to say they said this was the first episode they had with over a million viewers, other than like the first episode. Also, uh, so question: What do you think of because I, I was just watching something or whatever? Um, what do you think about Dustin's promo at the pay per view we called? I mean, it was like old as hell, but I liked it. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, yo, is it like, is it good because it's good, or is it good because it's like he's literally fucking, it's it's dusty. Mm, I get. I mean, it was just a good promo overall. Like, he definitely just channeled like the '80s with his shit though. But it was just a good promo in general. I feel like niggas need to go back to cutting passionate promos in wrestling. Like, remember, like, Midway, that was like, we just heard from Tony Khan and everything. Like, you know, this following, you know, this coming up, Dynamite, you're going to challenge Mr. Brody Lee. And he just said, like, he won lottery. Right. But that's great. It's like, like, imagine you hearing you getting a title shot, like, right then on the spot. Like, that's how he's supposed to react. Like, imagine he get that, he's just like, okay. I'll see you next week, or just do one of the driest promos niggas usually cut. Like, this nigga really act like he got the best news. Like, when the last time this nigga challenged for a title, like he said? He sold it realistically while being over the top. But also, I loved it. So, like, Brody Lee won the match. Dark Order came out and everything. <laughs> Carrying QT Marshall. <laughs> and they just dropped this nigga in the ring or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Call me like just I don't know. I don't even know if purist is the word. I don't know what the word is. But when they do old school heel shit like this, like they just like I mean this is like the second or third time I feel like I've seen this. They'll just grab your your teammate or your like you know somebody you cool with and just drop them in the ring. 
Yeah, they, they did that shit with some kids. They did that shit with some random jobber one time. Well, now it was on Dark. You didn't watch that shit. But like they, they did the show on Dark one time. Like whoever the dude, like somebody was going against, they just like brought his teammate out and dropped them in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I, I like it though. Like it's like <laughs> ten of them niggas. They should be doing this to everybody. <laughs> no, nah, that's fat. So I was like, yeah. And that's my thing. I'm like, they should never get outnumbered. Like low key, it's possible, right? They should be like what I guess Retribution is trying to do on Raw. Like, yo, y'all should be out here like causing havoc. Retribution. I didn't even speak. That's the dumbest shit. Coca Cabana was the first person to come out and hug Brody Lito. So, I mean, they seemed like they was cool tonight. So, I mean, maybe we're not getting that so far. I mean, I don't, I don't want it right now, honestly. They're not doing that. But now, nah, I'm telling you, if you don't go back and watch the entire show. Oh, that's why I didn't say earlier. Remember we were talking about the Bucks? Yeah. So I guess it was before the interviews or whatever. There was a dude that was trying to go find the Bucks to talk to them or whatever. To see, you know, what they're thinking or what they're going through. And, like, they a dude was knocking on the door or whatever. The Bucks won't answer. He was knocking on the door. The Bucks finally opened the door and everything, and super and both super kicked this dude. What? <laughs> yeah, they just super kicked um, a reporter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's the tease. This this the longest heel tease I've ever seen, but it's the tease. Like these niggas are heels at this point. It's still like a tease, but it's like it's been going on for so long. It's obvious that they're heels. Nah, that's facts. Like just let these niggas go full blown at this point. But I feel like they should, actually I I would I feel like the smart thing was to do is to wait until the match with the revival or FTR whatever you want to call them. I yeah. feel like they should have waited until then. But it's like at this point it's gonna be kind of hard to do that because they just do more and more heel shit every week. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I called that one before we got out of here because I'm like yo that shit was hilarious. But like no, nah, even the way they ended this whole shit with the night with Dustin and everything like. That's just funny to think. This is the second most viewed episode they ever had. Yeah, it but wasn't I mean, the best. They've had way better, but I mean, it wasn't bad either. Nah. Like, that main event was good. I mean, we technically ended the night with, like... <sighs> Alright, so this shit happened, right? And then Cody pops up. And he's like, I know a lot of you guys have been wondering, like, you know, what I'm gonna do next. Oh, bruh. I'm sorry. You wanna know what this nigga told us? <laughs> he doing that show with Snoop though. Yeah, he's gonna be a judge on whatever some TNT show. That's how we dead ass ended AEW. I mean, I don't even know if AEW is technically over or what's happened, but they, I mean, they ended that shit like it was gonna be like a they they tricked us pretty much. It's a swerve. I think by after he another one, I think he gonna end up coming back here. So it kind of I, I like. Yo, if, if Brody Lee in the Dark Order or MJF somebody don't come out and be like. Yo, y'all's faves out here or whatever being a judge instead of wrestling? I don't want to hear shit. It's AEW. I'm pretty sure they're going to mention it. Oh, they better mention it. That's all I know. It's, it's only a matter of time. Don't niggas will throw a shot. All the heels will talk shit about Cody consistently. Jericho do it too. He might bring it up. <laughs> I'll never forget Jericho and MJF having a fucking moment just talking about Cody. Cody, Cody right. Like, all these niggas hate Cody, so it's going to happen. <laughs> Oh, matter of fact, that's how the that's how the um episode started. 
MJF and Jericho got out of cars around the same time, whatever, met up with each other and was like talking like, yo, I'm going to be a champion. I'm going to be a champion. I'm going to be a champion. And then left and both we called each other like dickheads or something. I, I like how you left that out to the end. Like that's, that's that sounds like a footy ass opening. It was like the very beginning. <laughs> it was just stupid. It's like yo, it's like the little stuff like that, bro. Like we always say, like yo, it's the stuff like that that they got. Facts, shit, WWE legs, little entertaining segments. So what you think about this weekend wrestling, man? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. It was a lot, but it was mostly trash. SmackDown sound like the best damn thing that happened. This <laughs> Low key. Because SmackDown was the most solid show. I mean, all of this is based off of ears and not visual. Cause I only saw All Out. Bro. What, what was the pay-per-view that just happened? It was All Out, was it? All Out, yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, like I didn't see any of it, but SmackDown actually did sound pretty decent. Like I ain't gonna lie. And it sounded decent for like the past two months. So I might actually... Now... Nah, I'm, I told you I'm gonna try to wait until Survivor. If it's still good by like Survivor Series, I'm definitely gonna start that watching. Oh, so they gotta build it back up for me. <sighs> this ain't confirmed, but Corey told me the other day, and he's not here, so I'm gonna mention it for him. He heard that somebody said like there were people are talking about something as far as like Retribution having like a Survivor Series match with WWE. It's kind of early to predict that, but I mean, maybe. But he's pretty much was saying, like, yo, this shit is fucking Nexus 2.0, man. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, hey, bro, nothing's nothing's a new idea. Everything's recycled. Just put different names on it, different bodies. I mean, this is, I mean if I, I'll give it one difference, it's, it's, it's actually stupid. It's dumber, actually. Yeah. It's like, it's a worse, way worse version. Because, because NXT made, I mean, NXT. Nexus made you care. Like, I feel like Retribution, yeah, go ahead, break it, destroy it, yeah. You know, and then, like, they had this promo this past week, whatever. You guys left us in, the like, that, the outskirts. All that shit. I mean, that just proves that you, like, the people that they claim is in there are in there. That's why it's, like, mainly lower card or people that's not going to be important. That's why they're already downplaying this shit. Like you said, they already took them off of SmackDown, so it's only downhill from here. They're going to get them out of here real quick. It was supposed to be like a shot value pot ratings thing. It didn't really work. So now they're trying to figure out how they can just get this shit over with. I Dang see it you. already. Already. That's it, bro. You got anything to say before we close this out? Um, Natty, I think Natty's going to be the one to take the belt off of Oscar. <laughs> I mean, who else? It's not gonna be Mickey James. Like, who else do they have? Yo, see, nah. I'm gonna tell y'all why I don't like this nigga. Because if I said that shit, he would have got me out of here. He would have threatened to like leave the call in this episode now. But he's just getting it off right now, like it's nothing. I hate this nigga. Nah, I really had time ah. to really think about it. Like, what else are they gonna do? Like you said, they had a. They throwing her in tag matches with the women's champ. She's with Lana, a manager, so she's probably gonna interfere or something. I see it. I can see Natty getting another run. She had I forgot she had one. She was the SmackDown's women's champion. That that she, had to be before I came back. Uh, yeah, she was like the second women's. She was the one who beat Alexa, I think. Oh, okay. She, she either beat Alexa or Becky. No, nah, she beat Becky. 
she beat Quebec was the first SmackDown Women's Champion. Then was Natty, and then I think Natty lost it to Alexa. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, that was actually when the shit was good. Yikes. Facts. I just thought Natty was the women's champion when SmackDown was entertaining as fuck. Hmm. Who would have thunk it? I don't think you thunk it, honestly. I think you fucking with me. No, I'm dead serious, though. <laughs> hey, with all that being said, man, another dope episode. Dope as always. Um... Remember, like always, guys, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Link everything going to be in the description in the bio below. Make sure to follow myself and the homies. Uh, available on the link tree and in the bios below. Playing a little bit of RPGs, 2K. I'm playing that baseball game every now and again or whatever. Golf, Call of Duty, Apex Legends, all that stuff. Check out that On the September playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. Also, shout out um, to musical legends, Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight on a versus battle. Not even a versus battle, a versus, you know, just celebration. You know, everything's a celebration now. You, you can't call it battle sometimes. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> They did nope. say that shit. It's not. It's not a battle. It's a celebration. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They they started that shit with like Alicia Keys and uh. And uh, John Legend, you know, when your when your mama find out how, like about this or whatever, and you and she is trying to tell you how to watch it, just hey, it's gonna be frustrating. But go ahead and get your mom through it. Okay, that's how that's gonna go. But yeah, man, you know this is another great one or whatever. Cause you know we killed this two man power trip. Oh, your, fa- your faves can never. <laughs> You Can I say that? one more thing? But it's not really always. A I I want to like I don't like to talk shit, but like you 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 dumbass motherfuckers who said the Rockets were gonna beat the Lakers, like where are y'all at right now? <laughs> After they won game one, I just want like I ain't saying shit. I was waiting. I just wanted to wait. So like where y'all at? Like are you stupid or dumb? Which one is it? You stupid? <laughs> I mean, it was uh, all of the above. Okay. Niggas win one game. Stop it. I, I don't even like this whole shit of like, oh, LeBron got to get one game to fill niggas out. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. People got to just stop it. I'm sorry. They just I ain't gonna lie, though. Everybody, any, like, I'm not a LeBron fan at all, for real. I'm like, I fuck with LeBron a little bit, but he always has been like this. He is a fill-out-ass nigga. Like, I don't know why. That's just how he is. Like, game one, that nigga is like, he really be scoping niggas out. He he has the history of doing shit like this. It's like it's happened too much to say it's not true. Cause that's just this nigga. He's historically known for shit like this. Hey, bro, it makes me think of like when my dad would tell me, like, "Hey, you know, when I was playing baseball, like, don't swing at the first pitch. Like, make it, you know, see what the dudes like, sw- like throwing at you." I didn't see game one, so I don't understand. Like, I really don't even know how these niggas. Well, I mean, they got James Harden and Westbrook, so they not go. They won't go get swept. Like you shouldn't at least they shouldn't have, not when you have either one of them niggas. But they just they don't have the power for us. They they have no center. The end. Nothing else to talk about. They have no center. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love I love this energy, bro. That's all. Clippers don't either, but I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I'm with you there too. I'm telling you, I feel like they keep saying, "Oh, the depth, the depth." I'm like, yeah, nah, they deep, but they have. Nah, look, 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 no, nah, they deep, but like I keep telling people, bro, like that shit don't mean a lot in the playoffs. Exactly. When they, when you down seven deep, it don't matter how deep you are, cause you're not playing everybody. Right. We niggas haven't, go, you haven't even been playing got the, like seven, eight man rotation. Well, that's that's part of the whole. Like y'all ain't playing centers at all right now. Like Javale, right, that's the weird. That's the most. That's the funniest part of it all. We aren't even using our size against Morris you. only in there because he can hit threes. Hey, is that we've been going with Morris? Like we low key been playing these niggas in their own game. But hey, I be, Rondo out here busting threes. I'd be quiet. <laughs> I love it though, bro. That's all. And with that being said, man, you know, don't bite your tongue. Be on the road to 200. Got a dope, um, uh, got a dope, um, 15 year classic album review coming up for y'all, like, like the following week. So be ready for that. A little North Carolina inspired. <laughs> Another amazing episode, two man power trip. It's Still real to us, damn it. <laughs> I've I've heard better from you, bro. That was that one was like, whoa, whoa, you you oh, no 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 don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, usually you it's hold up and yeah, still real to us, damn it. There you go. <laughs> Till next time, to let us know.